T, no shade. L and J, what type of tea they serving? Is it lifting? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start to click it. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Uh, make you wanna join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping eight one trade. Uh, it's all T, no shade. All T, no shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up? What up? What up? Welcome to all, all T, no shade. Where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always motherfucking do. So pull up a seat and let's start the session. Good morning. What's going on, Miss Orlando? Miss Orlando. First of all, my allergies are killing me. Beat my ass yo, nonstop. Yo, she sound a little fucked up right now. So I give her a little mm-hmm. bit of Call them Ike Turner because they beat me down. So Sippers, we have, uh, obviously, Elle's calling in for this episode. She is in Orlando. Uh, L, you know, Remy, say hello. Sippers, we got Remy back for another episode. What's up, folks? What's up, man? L, I got a special guest for you. Are you ready? Who's the special guest? Say I'm ready. Say something. What's up, lady? How have you been? Okay, what's up, Elle? It's how you TJ! <laughs> <laughs> I am so upset! I am so upset! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that brother TJ. <laughs> What's up, baby? It's nice. Um, First of all, TJ, how you going to come the one day I'm not there? Y'all ain't shit. We, we, we playing this. <laughs> Y'all are rude as hell. For Sipper Who Don't Know, man, uh, TJ Tyrone Jones uh, was a main featured uh, uh, host on Altino Shade for a whole full season. Part of the family still. Part of the family still. And so I yeah, asked him, I season asked him two. to come and join and, uh, and give him some feedback on this main sip topic that we have. Uh, it's going to be a good one. But, L, let's do our thing. I can't believe you guys. I'm about to beat all y'all ass. <laughs> <laughs> but how was your oh week, Oh, my God. Uh, how you doing, TJ? No, we're going to ask TJ first. How you been, TJ? You know me. I'm blessed every day. Can't complain at all. Feeling good. How was your week, though, man? It's been a while. Tell uh, us a little thing going on. Like, it's, <laughs> what's going on in your life? Uh, real quick, um... Besides the coaching, which has been really been a blessing, man, I've been enjoying this even more and moving to different stages of it. Uh, as I told you, I've been doing um, a little work uh, project manager with mm-hmm. a company called Tidal Basin. We're setting up the uh, COVID vaccination sites. I have uh, six different counties down here that I'm taking care of, and six. Uh, I can't complain about that at all. And still looking for me. Yeah, he's making he's making some good money. I ain't, ain't going to tell you how much money he's making, but he's making enough money for me to be a little bit of jealous. <laughs> that's a say. blessing, man. Ah, that's what I love to hear. <laughs> and I'm still looking for me a place in North Carolina, but there is no inventory there. But other than that, I'm good. I've been seeing Jay quite a bit out and everything. I've stopped down there at uh, his place, and we sit down and do coffee a little bit and talk. And uh, I see him coming to the gym while I'm, in, while I'm leaving, but he don't know. As soon as I get in my car, I see him leave right back out. His, his ass ain't working out. I ain't doing no working out. I go, in, I go in there looking for the booty, the booty, and then I'm right back out. First of all, y'all ain't right. Just, you ain't right. How have you been, dear? What's going on with you? I'm really, really good. That's good. You know? Okay, just get, just get this show started. That's good. <laughs> First of all, you rude. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> You've been doing good, Al. Um, yes, I've been doing great. I've got some awesome news. I'm engaged. What? Yes. Yes. What? Whoa. Yes. Whoa. 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 
Congrats. What? I'm very and happily in love. So I'm there we too. go. That's great. <laughs> what? Well, yes. Wow. <laughs> Thank Girl, you. 2021 is just everyone getting yeah. married. And you know, 2021 came correct. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like we all deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Bro, that, exactly. That, that, is, some, deserve, that is some breaking news on all T No Shade because I did not I know. First to hear it. I really Wow, congratulations on that. Thank you guys. Well, he must be a, a like great guy because you're a she great young saying, lady. I mean that. I feel oh, yeah. like that'd be a good choice. Amen. Like, I'm going to tell you I said that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That man knows what yeah. he wanted. He is not playing, <laughs> playing around. He was like, look, I got this good good thing. I'm going to go ahead and lock this thing down. Let me stop playing and lock this down for another 2020 house. Okay. <laughs> so we just had an episode uh, last week, L, talking about the married life. So I mean, talking about how black yes. men don't want this this theory that black men don't want to be married. So it just falls in line mm. that, that says that black men actually do want to be married. We, mm-hmm. When we got the right the right the right woman, we don't play no games. Right. Uh, mm. mm. So, so L, asked how how you week when they're right, they're right. Uh, I'm gonna keep it simple. Everything is up and everything is good. You know. Everything is up and everything is good. That sounds like a little rap song. (laughs) Okay. I feel like you want to just break it down or something. Not today. Not today. (laughs) My week's been good. Thanks for asking. I appreciate it. Um, How's your week, Jay? (laughs) No one. No one asked. No, not one person asked. I'm going to tell y'all asses anyway. No, my week is good. Um, How has your week been? We sorry. No, my week's been good. I actually just got back from St. Croix. Did you almost die? Uh, that I almost died. No, we're not. We're not bringing that back into 2021. We're gonna leave that in 2020. Yeah. No more. Almost. Please dying. God. Please and thank you. No, but our week's been good, man. I just got back from a little weekend vacation uh, with some friends and uh, out in the Caribbean, and so looking. Forward. Oh, did you do the Saint Croix? Saint Croix. Saint Croix is amazing. It's beautiful. Um, check out the video that I have. I, I documented the whole the whole thing. That's come. It should be out, but it was great. It's just good to get away. It's good to relax. Um, you know, as a as a human in general, life can be stressful, but as a black man in America, it can be super stressful. And so it just felt good to just step away from everyday life and just take in the picture of everything. So that's been my week. I'm looking forward to a, a great conversation for the sippers. I think it's going to be a great topic. I've never even thought about St. Croix until you started talking about going. But I started looking at the pictures, and it looks beautiful. Beautiful. And, and the dope thing about the U.S. Virgin Islands, obviously, is a U.S. territory. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to go through all the CDC guys, guidelines for COVID-19 testing. I mean, you still got to get tested to go into um, St. Croix or the Virgin Islands, but you don't have to get tested to come back. And it's a relatively cheap flight, <laughs> at least from Florida anyway. So mm, Maybe oh, nice. go. Yeah, St. Thomas and St. Croix, man. If you've never been, you should definitely go check it out. All right. So all yeah. I know about St. Thomas is they had that girl from What's the Face. What girl? You know what I'm talking about? College, like college BET, BET show that uh, was like the black version of Hill? Real World. It's called College Hill. College, college Hill? Hill, the VI uh, version. Yes. Well, Taking it back, y'all. That's way back. I remember College Hill. I'm mad that you know that, TJ. Oh, that was Remy. That was Remy. That was Remy. <laughs> Oh, I was like, how TJ know? <laughs> well, I knew it also. Don't be saying taking it from me, girl. <laughs> Memory was all, he and I was uh, collaborating on that, okay? Right, right. Shout out to the collaborator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you collaborate my ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, we'll be All right next. guys. So let's go ahead and move on to the Zulamai section. Oh, man. Let me find it real quick. Let me find it. Let me find it. I can't believe y'all got TJ over there. I'm mad. You coming back, TJ, when I'm there. Definitely. <laughs> Let me know you be up here, okay? All I remember yes. is who am I? I used to spank TJ's ass and who am I, but now I'm going to spank Remy's ass and TJ's ass. I'm ready oh, for this the is clues. an ultimate throwdown. This is the ultimate throwdown because there was major shit talking happening back in the day on the who am I. All right, so all right. Let's turn it up. Let's turn it up. <laughs> Let's turn it up. All right. For my new sippers who do not know, who am I? I'm going to give you some hints and tips about things that are happening in current pop culture. And the guys have to guess who I'm speaking about. We do not have any more rules, TJ. So you can start answering the the minute I start speaking. You don't have to wait for me to conclude. All right. Can I Google it? I showed up. Just no. That, that <laughs> you cannot Google it. You cannot call a friend. You sure? You guys need to figure it out on your own. <laughs> no cheating, okay? <laughs> That's the only rule. Let me correct myself. That is the only rule. All right, so this rapper extraordinaire who is from San Diego, um, she's actually cousins with Gabrielle Union. Saweetie. Yes, who said it? Remy said, said it. Remy said it. Yeah. I don't even know who Saweetie is. Remy. Remy already knew what was up. Didn't you choose her two weeks ago? I'm confused. I Something happened with her recently. Well, she's in the news because her and Quavo just broke up. That's what it was. Uh, he said some bullshit stuff, man. Did he? Yes. Of course he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What'd he say? So she essentially broke up with Quavo because he was caught, um, you know, not being faithful. Mm-hmm. And he essentially, his essential response is that he's mad at her because she, how dare she catch him, um, essentially, what? catching him cheating. <laughs> no. You gonna no. That was the sentiment. No way. <laughs> Yep. You lie. Just most fuck boy of all fuck boys. Right. Just trash. He's gonna catch me cheating, that's what you're gonna do. Oh, he fuck boy. He's just gonna catch just me, me cheating. cheating, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, how you dare seriously. you catch me cheating and hold it against me? Know. How dare you? Uh, me cheating a thing about you? I know. Wow, what about is. me? I'm trying to share the love. You know. <laughs> right. Definitely, definitely makes boy. you question that's some of those over elaborate gifts that he was giving her. So I think he bought her a Bentley for Valentine's Day and. I wonder how much of it was makeup gifts. So at this point, the Migos, like you can't trust the Migo, essentially. They got zero loyalty happening in the Migo. Who's the third Migo member? Who knows? Offset is still in there. He's still hanging. He Offset got back with Cardi B, Offset, right? No, Offset is still married. Yeah. But that does not mean he is faithful. Offset is known for stepping out and stepping around on his wife. He's fucked up. She just happens to accept that behavior. He's fucked up twice as far as we know. So he going right. to uh, third strike him, you probably out. Like, I don't think Cardi would let him get a third one. Um, I don't know about all that. Who would have thought that Cardi would have let him get a second one? I'm like, after the first one, okay, you tried it. Hey, man. I mean, um, um, loneliness, loneliness is a real thing out there, man. Sometimes it's better to be with the devil you know than the devil you don't. Beyonce let Jay get one, right? Didn't she? Uh, she was like, "All right, I'm say. eliminate Joel." I ain't let nobody get no one. You cheating? We not, we not, we you not dealing not. with it. You, you get ten years in, you might change your mind. <laughs> I always said, I always said for me, man, cheating is a deal breaker for me, but not because of the act of sex. Like I don't care about the sex. Like we look, you want to fuck somebody? Can we both fuck somebody? Let's talk about it, <laughs> right? Right. It's, it's a lack of trust. It's a lack of trust. It's a deal breaker. Like you didn't feel like you come and talk to me about the what whatever you got going on. Like let's talk about it. Let's talk it through. 
You know, but whatever. Right. Establish in the beginning of your Let's relationship. Let's figure it out. Establish in the beginning. Ask each other, what's the worst that you can take in this relationship? Mm. And once you do that, now you got to right. respect that right there. I'm not yeah. saying push it to the limits either. Respect it. And yeah. Do your best to avoid those things. Push it to the limits. <laughs> Shout out to Saweetie, because I feel like she's growing so much as like an artist. And I, I'm actually a fan of, of uh, some of her music. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she's getting to a point where it's like, well, why would she fuck around with this dude? When you know she's reaching a, a pinnacle to a point where she could, exactly. she get her a drink. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Remy got one. All right. What's next? Well, Quavo, Quavo is kind of like a Drake. I will. What I will say about the Mingos is that while they're not faithful, when they do date other performers, they do put them on because I do think a lot of Sweetie's success. I'm not going to say it's all based off of Quavo, but I do yeah. think that he has been very instrumental and helpful in her building her career. I'd say shout out to Megan Thee Stallion and Party. I feel like that's going to be a dope move for him. Party next door? <laughs> no, yes, party next door. Carson Fontaine is dating Megan Thee Stallion. I don't know who that is. So. You don't know who? Well, you're going to find out real soon. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. All right. I'm- All right, guys. Moving on. So we right now, Remy has one in the book. That's Jay right. has love, and so does TJ. All right. So this comedian is Eddie Murphy. in the news. Damn. No, because he's getting a divorce after 18 years. While he's considered a black comedian and that he um, entertains black people, he himself is not black. Jerry Seinfeld? Oh, no. 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 He's 46. He's from Ohio. Um, He does a lot of stand-up comedy. I know who this is, but I don't know. He's been in BET's Comic View. I don't know his name. You say he's, he's been in Martin black? Lawrence Presents. He is not black. Wow. He's been in Think Like a Man. I'd have to Google Ooh. to find his name, but I know. Who I don't know who this is. I know exactly who you're talking about. He had his own TV I'm show. No. Own TV show. He had show. a George, comedy George special. Perez. I've seen him George before. Perez. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. No. Um. <clears throat> Um, it's so funny because when I, if I say his name, you guys will all you are uh, all know him. I guarantee every last one of you. I know, who know him. I just don't know his name. Jim Carrey? No, um, no. But well, that is not a bad guess because Jim Carrey is down with the black high key. <laughs> um, he was also on Ride Along. Yep. He was on, I can think like a man. Nope. Oh, no, he was on Daddy Daycare. That, that well known. He said his name is not well known. It's not that that well known. He's I think he's uh, pretty well known, actually. It's that one. I think he was one. in Get Hard. I don't. He know. was in House of Pain. Oh, and back. I can't think of the same guy. Yeah, that big white boy. Oh, that one. The big white boy. No, not a big white boy. It's the other no? guy. Um, Gary Owens. Gary Owens. Gary Owens. Yeah. Thank you, TJ. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought of that name. I can picture his face. Yeah. It came to me late. Yep, Gary Owens. He's been in quite a few different things. Yeah. So Gary Owens, which everybody obviously knows, he's married to a yes, he's married to a black woman named Kenya Duke, who apparently filed for divorce documents on Friday in Los Angeles. Um, They've been married for 18 years, tying the knot back in 2003. Um, And they have two sons and a daughter together, but they're all of their children are adults now. Wow, that was a good guy. It's kind of sad. I kind of really liked them and enjoyed them as a couple. I like him. Well, I mean, just go to show, man. Like, just because it looks happy on the outside doesn't mean that it's happy on the inside, you know. And because very you're, true, because you're a celebrity with money, don't mean you ain't got issues. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or can't yeah. work through communication issues. Marriage is complicated. 
Marriage is complicated. You ever been married? You been marriage married, right? is complicated. How do you marry TJ? I love TJ's. Response. I don't think he's been married. I think I think he's been engaged. I don't think yeah, he's been yeah, married. He's like, look, wink. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> he's like, I got like I got eight wives. Wink, wink. Let's See, move I on. Drink on. <laughs> I was drinking one night and uh. Said I've I been do. married, yes, at least for six. He hours. got a welcome low and didn't tell us y'all. So right now it's one one zero. I mean, I'm getting my ass beat. All right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, get on the board, Jay. All right, so the next. I think his name. I've seen him like here. I was like, how do y'all not know this? I know sometimes when I pull like super obtuse people, but really funny in person. He's much funnier like if you would see him in person. All right, yeah, he's down for the black people for sure. Black culture. All right, new one. So this rapper says she's starting a heterosexual rights movement following transphobia accusations. Um, she's, so she's this starting what? This rapper? Female rapper? It does not sound like a good idea. Is it Remy Ma? You know, I'm gonna stop sneezing. No, but you know, not so far off by the name. She is born in 1989. Who makes her 31 years old? Oh, she cool. is from New York City. Um, she was more active um, wow, when she was younger as a rapper. She came out when Lil she was Kim, pretty young. Uh, fucking Foxy no. Brown. Foxy Brown. She oh, has transitioned oh, to be more of an actress now. She's Eve. more of an actress now. No, uh, I'm hearing the name. If I'm not okay. responding, you okay. haven't said it. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, She's uh, been more of an actress now. She was in the TLC movie. She, no. She, uh, was she a big rapper? Big was, she, rapper? MC was she did that? She did that. Yo, who on the she, TLC movie? I, I named every rapper. The brat. Are you talking about one of the no. pepper people? She was born in '89. She's got. You she, she's my, younger than me. I'm th- 40, so she's in the 30s. So, so it can't be anyone above. She's that. 31. Uh, no, 31. Um, Faith uh, Evans. What are these? So that's that sounds like a new I rapper. I can't even. I don't know the girl name. Megan Thee Stallion. So her single, her her <laughs> hottest single was something that you place on your body as makeup. But she debuted oh, at number twenty five on. Yes, thank you. I would never guess little mama. My lip gloss is cool. My lip gloss is popping. She was she was left eye on the TLC movie. How'd you guys miss this? And she actually did a really great job. I didn't watch it. What channel was that? All right, so she her recent statements have been y'all fight so hard to be respected, and some of you, not all. Get a kick out of bullying people for having an option. How they dress, how their hair or makeup looks, how much money they have, etc. She posted on her Instagram story. Mm. There are so many people afraid to give their honest opinion because if they do, the LGBTQ plus will hear what they want to hear and take statements out of context. It's true though. I don't have to prove myself by reminding people that I have loved ones of the LGBTQ plus community. When I speak, I'm not trying to hurt anyone. I'm just speaking my truth just like you all. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that's true. That's she all. goes um, another statement that she had, which is what really kind of started off was, and it was in, in response to Zaya Wade, which is Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union's thirteen-year-old um, son, who they're allowing to transition, and so he is acting and being referred to as a female. So they have uh, switched him his pronouns mm. to he and she, and refer mm. to her i guess now as their daughter 
Um, and she, she responded in a tweet saying, so children are too young to smoke cigarettes, too young to drink alcohol, too young to get a driver's license, too young to go to a club, too young to gamble, too young to rent a car, but old enough to cut off their genitals and or change their gender. This is insanity, America. She I, mean, I, can agree. I mean, I can agree. She's not wrong. I mean, what age do She's, we... At what age do we allow people to make those decisions? You know, that's a good. I think a thirteen-year-old, you're. It's way too early for any. I mean, I just think about how much I've transitioned and changed my opinion and my mm. stance on things from a thirteen-year-old to a grown woman. And mm. I mean, I, I I think that once you're eighteen, if you can go to war and you can fight for the country for sure, you can decide what your gender is. But if you're thirteen, I don't think that hormonally you're at a place where you can really make some of these decisions. And so, parents who are engaging in like the actual surgery and in the hormone replacements and all that kind of stuff, which can be detrimental, detrimental if they're trying to get it reversed. I feel a little bit like it is abuse. And I, I kind of agree with little mama in the sense that you can't say anything negative about LGBTQ, LGBTQ plus without you now being considered homophobic or you now can being considered, you know, anti LGBTQ plus, but it's like, we all have opinions and we all state the obvious. Right. I mean, I just mm-hmm. think that that's mm-hmm. one of those obvious things yeah. that shouldn't even be up for conversation or discussion. I mean, it's weird. It's, it's, but a, as it's you a know, hard place to be in because as I don't have any kids, none of us at this, on this on this episode have kids. But we never want to right. be in a place where you are denying the your kids' truth if they feel like that's that's their truth. The problem is, right. it's like, how do we know where they are truthfully? How do they? How do we know that they know that that's who they are? Right, and so that's right. that's the, that's, the, that's the fine line because I never. Want to be a I think you can respect their truth without doing the extreme. So you know, if you want to call your son a daughter and switch their pronouns, that I think I don't find an issue with. However, when you start doing home, hormonal replacements or hormonal therapy, yeah. and you start talking about surgery, things that are permanent based, yeah. that is where the the real concern comes in because. She's thir- she thirteen. <laughs> like, she, you know, she doesn't like blue tomorrow, and but loves pink today. Like, I mean, the, you know, the change is going to be drastic from day to day. Y'all don't, but y'all don't think that y'all know every generation evolves quicker, faster, right? Y'all don't think that maybe in our times it, it didn't make any sense. But what about what if they? I'm mean, being devil's advocate here. Like, what if? They are children today are evolving faster and developing faster in their mindset than we were in the past. I don't think that we are evolving and developing faster. I mean, think about people who were 20 years old. I mean, mean, think about people, um, you know, 30, 40 years ago who were our age now in terms of what they were doing and their success and their responsibility. You know, you know, when I was growing up, if you were you know, um, 14, you could be left alone, right? Now, if you're 14, there's like, it's up for grabs whether or not you can even be left alone now. We actually um, are overprotective of our children to the point that we actually take away a lot of their independence and identity now. You know, when my mom was growing up, when she was 13, she could literally, you know, run her whole household. She was doing everything. So I, I don't think that we're evolving faster at all. I don't. I think that's one of those fallacies that we kind of push forward because we, you know, we allow them to dress, you know, more grown now. So, yeah, you look at a 14-year-old, 
she'll have makeup on and she'll have boobs and booty and because that's a lot of the hormones that we're eating in our food so we look older but I don't think that that means that we are actually in terms of our mental development and uh, we're actually older or more evolved I think TJ, we're regressing actually got, we got thoughts on the TJ <laughs> and Remy both of y'all being kind of quiet you need- well, Wait, TJ go first. No, go ahead, Remy. Well, I heard about some, I heard something recently the other day where I was just I just listened to the uh, NPR randomly and they talked about how children are having so much difficulty in the pandemic because children just children thrive in, in structure. So if you put children in a place where they feel like they know where things are going to be or whatever, they they do very well because ultimately they're still learning and growing or whatever. They they're not really that good at making their own decisions. Yeah. So if they're put in a place of structure, they can they can thrive. So I feel like you could kind of say the same thing about <clears throat> about kids, especially when it comes to like you you can trust a child to make the right decisions if they're if they're in the appropriate structure to be equipped to make such decisions and. Our big thing now is like, let's give kids as much freedom as possible. And there's so much access to the world that kids have now that they didn't have before. Like the internet is just is just a thing that you can get to and look in and find out what it's Pandora's box. It is. You know, every computer is Pandora's box, especially for a child. You know what I mean? Like you can indoctrinate yourself in an evening. In an evening, you decide, yo, I'm a I'm a conspiracy theorist now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for kids to have access to that, if there's no structure around them to prevent them from being able to walk into those spaces before they can handle or understand those spaces, then the world, you know, is a scary place for them. So walking to, into like sexuality and deciding things about your sexuality based on things that you found on the internet, it doesn't feel safe. Well, not even their sexuality, because being trans does not equate to being um, gay. It, you pre- know, uh, gender preference. I think that's the word that I mean. Right, your gender identity. Right, gender identity. Well, to build off of what you now said, Remy, um, I've always stated that when our kids are young, it's our jobs to teach them. As they get older, it's our job to lead them. Okay, because now they're making their own conscious decisions what they feel may be best for them. When they're young, they know what they want. We as the parents know what they need a lot of times when they're young. And as they get older, when they're making these decisions they want to make, let's help lead and guide them yeah. with their decisions. Okay. They still take the role they need to take for themselves. But let's help them as they go along the way to help avoid any kind of too many problems. Because yeah. they still got to learn from their failures also. Yeah. Let them fail some too. Let them fall down. Let them get back up. Yeah. It's not for us to say and pacify them. You know, just building off what you said, Rim. So I like what you said, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, fuck both of y'all. <laughs> well, I, I feel like I'm losing. I feel like that's a word. I'm a uh, keep. Oh, that's a, a word. I'm a keep leading you, Jay. So what, what's the score right now? It's Jay zero, TJ one, Remy two. Yeah, I think unless you got another one, I think Remy won. I won. Yeah, well, we're not done. She only did two today. Oh. We're not done. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Remy is all right, guys. The new, oh, the one. next one. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, he got one. He got the first one. I got the second one. Who just got that one? No, Remy has two. Who just got? No, he, he guessed so, Sweetie. Sweetie, I guessed Gary Owens, and uh, then Little Mama. Little Mama. That's right. Oh, that, and then he guessed I, Little Mama. Okay, my bad. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah, look yeah, at y'all like, trying to man, cheat Remy out of his little win. Trying to cheat the mulatto. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, TJ, you can come. You can, TJ, you can um, tie up or. Um, Jay, you can get on the board. This one is going to be, I have two more left. This one is going to be a very obvious one. So guys, be ready. ready. Okay. 
I already know who it is. All right. Jay-Z. This rapper shed tears of joy revealing that he's 100% cancer-free. Oh, I know who this is. Cancer-free? Wiz Khalifa? I don't know who this is. I didn't know anybody was can- oh, had Boosie. cancer. It's Boosie, baby. <laughs> yes, and here we go. Remy is killing y'all. Boosie so in 2005, 2015, excuse me, little Boosie learned that he had kidney cancer, and he was actually pretty open about it. Um, he's had surgery, which was like ninety thousand dollars. He had to pay cash up front. Um, and then he actually just recently came out to say that following his annual exam, he is 100% cancer free. That's good. So congratulations. Yes. At least to him being cancer free. I don't really agree with a lot of little boozy stuff. But. Can you hear that, yeah? I am glad. Yeah, I hear it. Hey. Get it. Get it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, shout out to being cancer free, man. Like, I, I, cancer sucks. Obviously, uh, I'm. I only had. I had a scare years and years ago when I thought I had uh, cancer in my thyroid, and that freaked me the heck out. And they had to stick this long ass needle in my neck to like pull a sample Ooh. out of it. Wow. Turned out it wasn't cancerous, but so I can only imagine actually having cancer and having to deal with that, man. Like, it really does change your perspective on life. I me, didn't even know you. Absolutely. Let me add to that too. All right, so we have Remy at on, three. Yeah. Okay. And let me let me add to that for the men out there who are listening. Definitely always check yourself in the shower as they tell us to sit and do. I found a lump on myself one time and I had a scare. Mm. And thank on, God it was. On your nutsack? Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. We get, we, they tell us to, at certain ages to go get it checked out. I tell any man I always just check yourself make sure you're okay and everything you feel a little lump go get it checked out yeah. that's the average age that the national that they put out for the national what thing, is the right? age 50 or 40 I think it was 40, 40. but I say man, check yourself even younger there because so things are different now yeah. you know keep yeah. checking yourself man. Yo, definitely man. check yourself younger because when you do get cancer when you're younger you're because you're young and you don't check yourself you're more than likely to die from yeah. it because you don't get the intervention early enough. Mm-hmm. So, you know, check, 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 and then check your carcinogens, check, check what you're putting in your body mm-hmm. and what's it, what's it linked to. Be mindful of the things that you're eating, consuming, or that you're being around. I mean, mm-hmm. be cautious. This is your life. This is your body. It's the only one that you get. And cancer takes a lot of us out. So are we saying that Remy won today? Is that what we're saying? I don't know how I feel we've, about that. We've got one more, but yeah, Remy's essentially won. He's already oh, won. He got, good. Let's just move on. Right. I don't want. I don't yeah. want to be a loser any longer. Pass me my no, we've Pass got me one more. Right. You're just gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> I'm gonna get on the board. Hopefully, Jay, you can actually board. win this one and get on get on the board. Get on the board. I'm gonna get on the board. All right. So the only answer that I'm accepting, fellas. The only answer I'm accepting is the name of the comedian, okay? Okay. So this comedian questions Kanye West's mental state, claiming he's Cat conveniently Williams. ill Who? when Cat it Williams. serves his purpose. Let me say Cat Williams. No. Okay. No. Nope. Um, Eddie Murphy. Whose mental state? Dave Chappelle. Nope. Dave Chappelle. Nope. Whose mental state? So Kanye's. Kanye West. He's saying that Kanye West is conveniently ill when it serves his purpose. Godfrey. This rapper is 58 years old. He's from Virginia. He's a comedian. 
You said comedian. Rapper. Comedian. Okay, is a comedian or rapper? I didn't say rapper. Comedian. This comedian is 58 years old. You just said rapper, man. year old comedian. Thank you. He's from Virginia. So you should know this day. This is really, you know, giving you. Comedian from Virginia. He is an actor, a political commentator. Yes. Thank God, Jay. Finally back on the board. Look at that. So your boy D- is D.L. smart. Hughley, you know your boy is smart. I didn't know, I did not know he, he was from Virginia. I didn't know that. Yes, he is from Portsmouth, Virginia. What, where are you from? Portsmouth. 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 Oh, Portsmouth. First of all, I hate all y'all. Yeah, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> so he's saying, Portsmouth. Shout out to there is no doubt that he, being Kanye West, suffers from some level of mental illness. But it isn't why he's mis- um, just. It's why he's disrespectful to our history. You don't have to be mentally ill to put an asterisk on slavery, and he consistently does it. Whether it's Harriet Tubman when he denigrated her, when he's talking about slaves. He's not so mentally ill that he'll talk about any other people. He talks about people he can get away with. Yeah, you know, I uh, I have, I'm a, as y'all know, Sippers, I am a Kanye music fan. I think Kanye is a musical genius. However, I have decided to not pay any attention to what most of Kanye says in the media when it comes to like history and politics or whatnot. So I don't agree with anything that he says. I do think he's a smart man. I do think he has intelligence, but I, there are some credence, credence, is it credence or credence? Credence. Credence to what credence. DL is saying. Yeah, you never see him come for, I mean, back in the day, like we all loved when he came for George Bush and saying, you know, George Bush was racist. George but Bush it's don't been like a people. long time. George Bush was the most famous words, right? However, he he got so much backlash off of that. He got so much backlash off of Taylor um, when he uh, pretty much took Taylor Swift's award and tried to give it to Beyonce that you don't see him addressing white people anymore. His, you know, the comments that he's coming out with are all really based in the black community because he now knows with the Hughley's arguments that he knows that he can get away with it. So you know, um, Kanye just got listed as the uh, richest black man in America. Yeah, in U.S. history. I, I do. You said you didn't know and that. Some of that doesn't make sense to me, um, just because he was just like literally in bankruptcy, like I feel like a couple years ago. So how do you jump from bankruptcy to now being the richest black person by a lot? He made some amazing deals. Some amazing deals. His uh, his clothing line is doing fantastic. The the Yeezys are doing fantastic with Adidas. He has a lot of partnerships that he has. He filed bankruptcy because he had invested a lot of money into certain things. Um, hey, shout out to him doing well though. Then you got I'm sure him Kim being part of that has helped him make more money too. So fuck Kanye West. Yeah, fuck Kanye. I know. West. Shout out to him for being well. I, I feel he's a little bit of a coon, so I don't oh, really give him any credit. Coon now, like, is there a correlation yeah, between I definitely am. supporting Trump and being the wealthiest black man in U.S. history? Uh, right, like, is that exactly. You, is that I feel like to that level. That's Possibly. that's how my uh, that's my side eye right there. Yeah, fuck that. my side eye is happy. Well, congratulations to Remy Mulatto. 
Who won this uh, hands Remy, down? Remy, Remy the who? Remy, we're, not, we're not. We're not. congratulating <laughs> Remy. We're not. I am man because Jay. He always just be grateful, reason. Jay, that you made it on the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. Watch I am that. a very that. graceful winner, so I'm not gonna say that I whooped their ass. Man, rub, rub it in. I'll take it. I'm used to it. <laughs> I, I'm used to it. I'm give it to him. I am not a graceful. I love at the beginning of this. I love at the beginning of this. Jay was like, "Oh, I used to whoop TJ, and I'm about to kill it in this." Jay and Lane. he just I got slaughtered. Wait to spank. I've definitely lost. So, L, uh, Rebecca just stepped in. She's in here. Uh, say hello to Rebecca. Hi. <laughs> hey, girl. Hi. L's in Orlando. She couldn't hey, make Rebecca. Nine, so we're going to make it work. We're going to make it work. So, L, before we get into the main sip, then, since she showed up right on time, right on time for the interview okay. portion, uh, we're going to delve into this um, for sure. Let me get my notes for this quick hold on. So, Sippers, uh, so today um, I asked a special guest to join us. Um, she's really out here doing some big things. Some of you listening might have seen her on YouTube where her and her twin sister has surpassed over 100,000 followers on their R&R Twins YouTube channel. And she has over 36,000 followers on Instagram. So, while she's also... Doing all that, she is out here all over Florida selling real estate. All right. So I'm talking about no other than Rebecca James. Rebecca, say hello to the Sippers. Wow, that's an incredible introduction. You know, that's what I try to do. You know, well deserved. An old man, well old man sitting at the table once told me that when we bring our guests on, we got to make sure that we give them all the accolades that that they have. And so you are deserving of the accolades. It's not easy to achieve those things in today's culture. So. You gotta make sure we acknowledge it, you know. Thank you. Thank Give me you your flowers now, honey. That's right. So we go. I got some questions. I'm gonna ask you. Should I be scared or? Not nah, easy. Okay. Easy question. Okay. Easy question. Um. So, so obviously, so those don't know you're a twin. Mm-hmm. All right. Who's older? You or your your like sister? Four minutes. And I never let her forget it. About four. You're older by four minutes. Yep. yep yeah. Absolutely. I'm like respect yeah. your elders. Respect it. I got four minutes yeah, more experience right. than like, you do. Come on now. Okay. Four minutes. Wow. Are y'all so y'all identical twins? Well, we don't know because one doctor said identical, one doctor said fraternal. So how does that work? I don't know. I don't know. But. One day we'll figure it out. I feel like those two doctors need to fight to the death. Like literally, it's just be like a big war between doctors. Absolutely, put them together. See who comes out in the end. That's your decision. So you're the big sister. I am the big sister. Okay, okay. But she acts like the big sister. How she did? How she just by like her mannerisms or? Yeah, she's a mom of two, mm-hmm. so. She oh, she has two children. Yeah, I know. I saw the video where she announced. Well, I'll talk about it later. I- <laughs> but okay, I didn't know that. I know she had mm-hmm. to. So other than your physical likeness, where where are you and your sister most alike and where are you most different? I feel like we're both alike in our humor. We're both very mm. goofy, energetic, mm. and fun. And we're very different because she's more of an introvert and I'm more of the extroverted one. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I would have thought it, you know, people are twins. I don't know I don't know any many twins hardly at all. But the fact that one's introverted and one extroverted, you would think would be more aligned. Mm-hmm. Do you know twins? You know, you know, My father's twins. a twin. So do you, because you're the extroverted one, do you feel like you're her protector? So uh, no. things pop off, are you the one? Well, you know, we're both protective of each other, but I would say she's definitely more of the the mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Silent but deadly. Yeah, like she's. Sis don't say much, but when she do, <laughs> she's on it. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. 
That's too funny. Love to hear it. I don't know. I don't know if they could be two of me. Does it feel weird having like two of you though? It's like technically it's two of you. I feel like it's the best thing ever because you were literally born with your best friend, mm-hmm. so you always know that someone's gonna have your back. Mm. Whenever I see twins that aren't getting along, I'm like, mm. you guys are a waste of twins. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> like what happened? Give me your twin power. You are doing yeah. twins wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so how did the idea for the YouTube channel come about and did you think it would turn into what it has turned into today? That's a great question. So I lived in Fort Lauderdale prior to and my sister lived in Wesley Chapel and um, she started the YouTube channel with her and her husband initially Ah. and I just came up to visit Mm. and she's like I have this amazing idea I think we should trick my daughter and I'm like Mm. okay well let's do it Mm. and her daughter is incredibly smart. She was a year and a half old but she's like like a genius child. Mm-hmm. So we did that video and then it hit 1 million views in three days. Wow. And then now it's up like 7.6 million views. That's crazy. People are like, oh, do a twin channel. Prayed on it. Packed my bags. Moved in, Moved literally a week later. Oh, so you actually moved, moved. I literally moved because I'm like, I can sell real estate anywhere. Mm. Uh, my twin's like, you could be able to stay here rent free. That's always wow. a good thing. And that's. That works. That, that was a little bit selling point. So that's how we started. That's dope. Yeah. So before I get any deeper into this question. No, oh, I have ahead. to ask the question. Go ahead, go ahead. For anybody who hasn't seen the video, because I have. You haven't <laughs> seen it? Was her daughter able to tell the difference between the two of you? Absolutely. So if you haven't seen the video, the entire time she's giving us both one of each item. Uh-huh. So you get a shoe, you get a shoe, you get a plate, you get a plate. And she was literally like evening out the entire time. Mm. But she did know the difference. Oh, yeah. Incredibly like crazy. At that age, especially. <laughs> so how old yeah. is she? Now she's um, almost four years old, but at okay. the time she was only a year and a half old. Okay. It's on r r Twins, if you're looking for it. Because <laughs> I see you. No, yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I see you like YouTube and you're like, that's a shame. Uh, you're not going to find That's me. awesome. I think, I think it just shows how good uh, human instincts are, even yeah. at that age. I also think it shows that we underestimate the power of what kids, young kids can tell, tell and know. Right? Of it's course. like we don't give young kids enough credit of what, it's happening in their lives. I mean, I mean, if you think about a child that age, at that age, you're a savage. So mm-hmm. everything that you have, uh, as far as what you know about the world, comes mostly from your senses. You know mm-hmm. how this person smells. You know what this person looks like. You know what they sound like. Like you hear all those things, and that's mm-hmm. all the information you have. So you, who would know better than you? Yeah. You know. So L, I gotta tell this story real quick. Especially your mom of all people. Sure. I mean, you know that. I mean, you were in that woman, so you know that woman well. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. That. So, Sippers, I gotta tell you the story how Rebecca tried to kill me the first time I met her. Okay, oh my god, <laughs> here we go. She tried to kill me. Everybody tried to kill you, Jay. What's up with that? She literally tried to kill me the very first time. Jay. She tried to murder me, bro. She was playing like he was so she was adventurous. Murder like, me. Okay, she's trying to god, murder me. So she hits me up. You know, she's trying to network and meet new people in the Tampa Bay area. She's like, hey, I got these tickets to these, this high adventure rope course. Would you be interested in going? I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm down for whatever. Bruh. I'll talk. I get out there. No. These rope courses get so fucking high. Yeah. And I'm not even scared of heights. But the thing is, they're they're not balanced. It's mm-hmm. all about like core mm-hmm. and everything. And I'm completely out of shape at this point. Right. And so I'm rocking through them like the first four. Okay, it's pretty easy. Rebecca just like <laughs> She's getting, I'm like, what the fuck? Bruh. By halfway through, my whole body hurt. Yeah. My whole body hurt. 
but I was too much of a man Yo, <laughs> was so cool. to say anything. Like, no, I'm getting through this shit, bro. I'm getting through this. And my legs were shaking. My body was shaking. It wasn't even about the height. Mm-hmm. It was just about, like, if you fall, because mm-hmm. you're attached. Mm-hmm. But the amount of work that it's going to take to get back up, by the end of it, I was not friends with Ruby back he then. Believed <laughs> I have not heard from him since. I was like, hey, are you there? <laughs> That's hilarious. That hilarious. That is literally so blocked me. Uh, I was like, you could have warned Jay. I was he, sore for like 10 days. Like he was adventurous. So I'm like, oh, okay, man. well, I have a new adventure friend. Mm. That was exciting. You know how you were on Costa Rica in the zip line? Hold on, what's this place called? Because I feel like I just got the group on for it. Is it what is it called? <sighs> FLG Adventure Course or something. Yeah, that's exactly what I got the group on for. (laughs) So dope. You're going to enjoy yourself. He had bruises and everything. Oh, man. Because actually, I, because at one point, I actually did fall, but I caught myself. So I had a rope burn. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, bro. It was, it was a fun experience. It is. But it was also the worst experience mm-hmm. because it is a lot of core work. It's, it sounds like something you should prepare for. <laughs> I thought he was prepared. <laughs> I don't know if you, if you can prepare for that. I think it's one of those things where you just got to do it and you got to do it a few times mm-hmm. in order to get better and better at it. So you so you finished it. Did you finish it? I finished most of it. We didn't do the last part. The last part was like a gazillion feet up in the air. Yeah, I was like, nah. Like the black horse. No, you wanted to do it. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going home. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, no, how I'm, that's how she tried to kill me the very first time I met her. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, so I think my favorite episode was on the r and uh, channel was the Whisper Challenge. Oh, my God, that one. When your sister was telling you she was pregnant. So, uh, you really didn't know that she I was pregnant? I did not know. Did you see my face? Okay, yeah. that was the most horrible shot. But I'm like, you know what? It's YouTube gold. I had yeah. to put it. <laughs> Explain people what, what, what was happening in that, in that on that episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to just rewind a little bit okay. when we were prepping for it. So, okay. she's like, okay, so we're going to do the Whisper channel uh, Challenge. I'm like, okay, cool. I have an outfit. She's like, you might want to change that outfit. I'm like, okay, sure, no problem. So, while she was, we're doing the Whisper Challenge where you have headphones on and you're trying to guess what the other person's saying. And then near the end, I'm just over here, like, super hype into it. And she's trying to calm me down. And then as soon as I read her lips saying, um, Lily is going to be a big sister, I completely lost, lost it. it. She lost it. She <laughs> lost Cried, it. Cried, screamed. That is so funny. For those who don't it's know, the whisper, like she say, you have these headphones on. Yeah. So you can't hear anything. And the person in front of you is like. And just whispering. So yeah. you got to try to read the lips. Mm-hmm. So she was, like, guessing all these things. And she was super close. Like every time, right. but then when it hit her, yeah. like when it hit her, she was right, like, she pulled out the pregnancy test. And when she pulled that, out, I was like, ah. I, I can smell it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that too. I was like, whoa, but uh, so it, it was a good one. So check it out. So were you, were you born and raised in Florida? So I know you fought a lot of that, but where were you born though? Okay, so we were born in New York. Okay. okay. Elle's from New York. Yeah. And then we, uh, but I moved to South Carolina when we were like a year old. Okay. So. South Kakalaki. South Carolina in the country. <laughs> so that's home? I had a thick southern accent. Oh, like that. I, hear that. I don't hear that no more. Oh, yeah. When I when I came down to South Florida in sixth grade, they, were, they called me country hillbilly. So really? I switched it up uh, really quickly. <laughs> 
South Carolina, does, they, do have, they do have some thick accents. Thick accent. Uh, so as I mentioned, you're doing pretty well um, in real estate as well. Mm-hmm. You're CEO of Rebecca James Realtor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How long have you been in that industry and where is your primary market? So I've been in real estate for five years, full time. I got in because my big sister, she's the one who kind of pushed me into it. Mm-hmm. And um, right now, most of my homes are in South Florida, but I mm-hmm. also sell property in Tampa Bay area. I have a property on the contract in Naples and in Orlando area as well. L's in Orlando. <laughs> L, you trying to buy a house, right? <laughs> Listen, I, I am. I got you, girl. All right, I'll take him. Uh, this market I heard is real crazy right now because of the eviction and foreclosure ban that's happening. Yeah, the the market I, I won't even sugarcoat it. It's it's a pretty interesting market right now. Um, combination of things because of low inventory, mm-hmm. sellers are also scared of selling their house because they're going to be homeless. Mm-hmm. Which I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. So um, and interest rates are extremely low. So there's a lot of buyers in the market. Man, that interest rate is low. My um, low. my my mom's boyfriend just bought a house out in Holiday, Florida, was way out there in Pasco County. His interest rate's like two point eight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you gotta have good credit to get that oh. low, but sure, you know. I have clients who had like really bad credit mm-hmm. and locked in at two point seventy five. What? But they went up. Interest rates went up. They're about like hovering around three percent right now, but still, it's that's still, still low. lower than it's still it was low. last yeah. year. Um, what real estate property is there a certain type of real estate property you do? Is it all just do you do commercial or is it just more so just like res- residential? I do residential only. Okay, um, okay. Commercial, I, I do refer it out because that's a whole different beast now. Yeah. Um, and with investment properties, I only do up to four doors. So when you do multi multi units, once you get over four doors, you're talking commercial. Mm. So I stop at like a. So four doors. What is that? Is that duplex? No, it's a, that's a fourplex. I may have even heard of that. Apartment yeah. complex. Oh, apartment. You don't see them much. Wait, can we just talk about the fact that Jay just said, "Is that a duplex with four doors?" Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, we just gonna, we just gonna walk past that. I'm we just gonna I'm ignorant, I'm ignorant I about this. So I'm ignorant. Y'all was just gonna stay <laughs> right past that shit. Like that did not make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> L, you trying, you're going to try, okay. try to play me from Orlando, L? Is that what you're doing right now? I will, turn, I'm just I will, saying, I will hang up on you. I, I will hang up on you. I'm just saying. I, I mean, hello. Mm-hmm. The obviousness. Um, in your opinion. <laughs> you know a duplex is two, right? It's two. But that, but that mean you got four doors, though. She said four doors. Oh, yeah, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Whatever. Whatever. Oh. I agree with you. Do parties have front doors and back doors, there or two go. of them? That's four doors. We can count, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Look at you. Thank you. Look at your brother trying to help you out. Ciao, bye. Whatever. Uh, in your opinion, Rebecca, what market in Florida seems to be the hottest right now? Is oh, it Orlando? South Florida, hundred percent. So South Florida, Miami, South still Florida. like Miami is the craziest. Yeah. Really? Okay, I mean, even as pricey it is as it is to living on Miami, it's pricey to live in Miami. Yeah, it's pricey With and they're rates. going they're going quick. Hmm. Like, I'm talking less than twenty four hours. Hmm. I have less than twenty four hours to get under contract, and there's ten to twelve offers in twenty four hours. I, I sold my place. I put it on the market uh, late that Sunday evening. By that Tuesday morning, I already had, a, I had a, an offer on it for 5000 more than I was asking for. Yeah. Mm. And I, as I told you, I've been looking in the North Carolina area. I'll see one today. By tomorrow morning, 
Contingent or pending already. Yep, gone. It's already gone. And 5000 over, you're lucky. Yeah. Now. But I mean, now I we're thought, talking 20, 30, 40,000. Right. I thought I was already asking more mm-hmm. than would be appraised at and all and everything, but no. My best friend is try, has been trying to get a house in Orlando for the last eight months. And she now starts off with the with her price starting at ten thousand above the offer. Her first mm. offer is always ten thousand above mm. because she's been priced out every single time because everyone's paying above um, asking price. Crazy. Now it's going over appraisal value. Yeah. So even if it appraises for lower, people are still like one of my clients I'm under contract for is. Whatever it appraises for, she's paying twenty thousand over appraisal out of their pocket. Out of pocket, because mm-hmm. mm. they want it. I remember just a few years ago, people were by putting offers in on houses that they haven't <laughs> even seen in person. Mm-hmm. They were just seeing it online. It was like I'm, 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 I want it now. I don't know. If, I don't know if it was investors or what not, but the market's moving so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. So do you think uh, the real estate market is going to stay where it is right now? Are there any concerns of a crash due to the pandemic? Because a lot of talks, there was a lot of talks about, you know, the market potentially crashing because of the pandemic and people being unemployed and and whatnot. But as far as I can tell, there has been no change in the housing market. That's a good question. So the market cannot sustain right mm. now it's, mm. it's it's silver inflated um we won't see a shift until the rules of the forbearance mm, right. happen so uh, could keep extending, extending it, it. right uh, so we're not gonna right because we have we have an artificial market right now right, right. so even after um we have the, they have three months now from march april may june and then they have another three months june mm. july august september so when it hits September, then it's going to still take about six to twelve months before we mm. see the effects of what's going to happen. So wow. I just tell people prepare. If you have cash, cash is going to be king because yep. obviously mm. if the market crashes, then lending laws are going to be changing too. Interest rates are going to go up. So mm. right. whoever has cash, I didn't think about. That. I wonder why it hadn't changed. Like, this has been going on for over a year now. I was like, why isn't the market crashing? But that makes sense. They keep extending the forbearance, right? Mm. uh, Right. Think about it. You have houses right now where people have been living in their house for over a year at this point and have not paid any mortgage whatsoever. And the banks can't kick them out because of the forbearance, the foreclosure ban right now. Same thing with people who are landlords and they have tenants currently in their property and you cannot evict people based off of um, non-payment at the moment. There's a ban against it. And so you have a lot of homes right now that are being occupied by people who are not paying a single cent. Um, and so when the actual ban gets lifted, we're going to have, I think we're going to have a flood in the market of homes. Um, and so it's going to, yeah, it's going to take, it's not going to be immediate, but it's going to, it's going to be a lot. And I think house is going to go for dirt cheap at that point, but you have to wait it out because at this point, the, the ban keeps, like getting pushed further and further back because they're they're aware. I think at some degree and level, they're aware of that what's going to happen when they finally lift the ban, and everybody's kind of forestalling that inevitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they but, said that the landlords are owed like billions of dollars. Mm, yeah, in the it sucks for the for those people. It does. Did, did you guys hear about that recent article where somebody actually purchased a home and they purchased the home like $20,000 above market and then the the tenants, the homeowners 
refused to move out because of the wow. eviction ban. Yeah. It's one of, wow. one of the a- agents in one of my realtor groups. It's him. And they tried everything. Oh, yeah. oh no. They tried everything, yeah. And so the homeowners are like in this crazy position because they literally just bought a house that they can't actually occupy. Mm. I was scared about that happening mm. to me. It's it's such a horrible position to be in because at the same time you want to you want to be empathetic to the people who are jobless and can't afford their you don't want them to be be homeless, but you also want the homeowners to be able to coop their money, right? And so, but it's just such it's a it's a horrible place to be in. It it is, but also the people who bought the house they may be out of their situation where they were at Mm -hmm. now in the way they're homeless in the way, or they're putting somebody else also, Mm -hmm. you know. It's terrible it's, it is. It is. But going back to the forbearance, so the forbearance, it could actually be a good thing for potentially, right, for the people who, let's say, for example, someone who is, who's lost a, lost a job, has been paying mortgage for a few months, but they also realize they want to sell. I mean, they can be on forbearance for a while and then sell and still come out okay, right? They still got to pay the interest. Oh, do they? They still got to pay all that yeah. interest that they back up on. Uh, I'm about to address that because I had someone who did that also in Baltimore, my friends in Baltimore. Mm. He was on full burns for around mm-hmm. about eight months. Mm-hmm. And he went to sell his place, trying to sell before the twelve before the twelve months. Mm-hmm. He still had to pay that back. He didn't know that, mm-hmm. but when he got his closing costs, we mm-hmm. he'll be recouping back. He said that he still had to, he was um elder he not elder but he was still he had to pay for that in mm-hmm. the end. So no, you don't. That's not forgiving right there. You still got to uh, pay that interest. You still got to pay it no matter yep. what. Okay. Well, maybe not that. Well, the interest on it, you don't need to say, still pay towards the principal. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a different thing. But the interest, they still want you to pay the interest back. The bank want their money. You know. All right. So last question, Rebecca. And so you're also a fitness enthusiast. Mm-hmm. So you 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 really love being in the fit, being fit in the gym, showing your thighs and how <laughs> how buff they are. <laughs> How did that come about? And okay, you it, sound like such a creep. <laughs> what? She be posting pictures on, on Instagram. She what? got she got some lean legs. You just like having your thighs what? out and how buff your thighs is, girl. Let me look at your work, thighs. If you live in the and work in the fitness industry, you that's just it's appreciation. Yeah, it's, it's, it's appreciation. It's, it's not a look. Uh, well, I took all my fitness. <laughs> Pictures down, actually. Okay, that's fine. So, Rebecca, Rebecca James Realtor. Or no, but we Rebecca, all family here. Just go ahead and share them, girl. <laughs> Just go ahead and share. So, any advice or tips you can give to the sippers about losing weight during the pandemic? I know, obviously, you're not a, um, you're not a trainer, but still, you do very well with redesigning and sculpting your body. Well, actually, I used to have okay. my uh, certification. Um, I started out because I was an athlete. Ran track and field. So the biggest thing. What I event? Know, what event you do? I was 100, 200 meter. 400. Oh, yeah. Oh, Those are real athletes. athletes. She's a beast. Yeah. Yes. That's a real athlete yes. right there. Yeah, I was blessed enough to get a full scholarship to USF. Go mm, Bulls. Go and, Bulls. Uh, I think in, in high school now, I think we were national. We were ranked number one nation. We can ask you all that. We can ask you all that. Yeah, I'm just trying to like. <laughs> okay. Please share. No, but okay. it's like, it was like a past life ago. It's weird. No, no. That's good. I tell people, just keep it simple. If you overcomplicate things, then you won't want to do it. Uh, if you are not used to working out, eating clean, don't just, oh, tomorrow I'm going to start two days a week. I mean, uh, two workouts a day, five days a week. With mm-hmm. Take it slow. Mm-hmm. Cut little things. Go for a walk for 30 minutes. Then boost it up to a jog. You know what I mean? Like, just start, just start with starting. And right. uh, start cutting out juice and sodas. That's where a lot of the calories mm-hmm. are. Mm. And uh, I know there's a lot of fad diets out there. You don't need a fad diet. You know, it's it's simple. Carbs is what typically adds a lot of the weight. So as long as you cut back on carbs and sugars, 
and add more protein because most people don't eat enough protein. That's their problem. And drink lots of water. You'll be fine. 70% of it's in the kitchen. Mm. So cut back on carbs and sugar. Drink more True. water, more protein. You're good. I need my taters. <laughs> I need my taters. Did Jay know that? <laughs> this, man does, this man does love his, his taters. He makes some good ass potatoes too. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. It. You can I, have it. Have you ever done um, a, fitness, a fitness competition? I get that a lot. No. No, I never had a desire. When I was even... Even when I was doing personal training, mm-hmm. I never had the desire to do it. And people were always like, oh, you should do it. You got the physique. I was like, hell no. Nah. Like, I ain't cutting all that shit out. I no, can't do it. That's a whole different level. Yeah, right. Um, it is. So last question. Where can people find your information? Uh, like, this is your time to like just say, hey, reach out to me, blah, blah, blah. Where can they do it? So you can go on Facebook, Rebecca James Realtor. You can add my business page. Also on Instagram, Rebecca James Realtor or Rebecca, your realtor. You'll find me there. As well. Sounds good. You got any other questions? No. But I can't wait to hear what she got to say for this main topic. That's right. For the main sip. Let me find the clip for it, though, before we do it. Hey, TJ, you know what time it is? Whoa. You know what time it is. That's funny. Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. She nodding her head, L. I want you to know that. Ready, drink, ready, ready, ready. Like, I still know. Oh my God. Ready, Goodbye. Are we allowed to twerk here? Yes. Get your cup ready, drink, ready, tea, ready. Ah, get your cup ready, drink, ready, tea, ready. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me the memo. I missed it. <laughs> The other day, uh, TJ, we were doing this, and uh, Elvis like, I miss TJ saying the ah part. I <laughs> So that was, that was kind of catchy, that right? That was really cool. Thank you. See, Elvis, please don't lie to him. Please don't lie to him. Please don't lie to him. It's terrible, and we just all need to appreciate and respect that, that it's terrible. Thank you. I think L needs one. That's why. She needs her own little sketch. Well, she needs to put that shit together. First of all, that's why I'm going to hell. How about that? So this main sip sippers this week, we're talking about the lack of interpersonal skills in today's culture. Too many people lack interpersonal skills, which is why they struggle with human relationships. I made this post on Facebook, and it's kind of stemmed this whole conversation. And I said, today's culture lacks interpersonal understanding severely and cultivates dismissiveness. Sorry, I've been drinking. Dismissiveness as powerful. When, in fact, not having the ability to problem solve, negotiate, and communicate is a weakness. And like it or not, until you develop those skills, you're going to be unsuccessful in not just intimate relationships, but non-intimate as well. This is, this is not me being a know-it-all. This is, this is just the facts. But how can we expect people to be able to work through their own collective shit when they don't even work through their own mess that they step in every day? Do y'all agree or disagree with that statement? Tell me why or why not. That's for the whole table and L. Who wants to go first? Doesn't matter. Okay, I can go first. Well, I think a really important thing is for us to define what interpersonal interpersonal means for those who are unaware. And it's defined as relating to relationship or communication between people. So it's just the ability to speak to someone else and to to have a communication um, be open between two people. It could be how you communicate. It can be body language. It can be a multitude of different ways of how you interact with one another for sure. So, do you, right. so let's talk about it. I definitely would have to say I agree. 
um, especially when it comes to relationships, because I think especially in this society, we're taught like, oh, be independent, miss independent, I-N-D-E-P-E-D, have you spoken? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I admit, like, I was kind of like in that same kind of zone, and I realized how selfish it was because mm. I was only caring about my feelings, how I feel, and mm. if anyone didn't align, well, for like the guy I'm dating didn't align with it. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't need you. I can do better back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, until I, you know, joined my relationship about a year ago, um, I learned the two biggest things in a relationship is communication and compromise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've said that a thousand times. word on the compromise mm-hmm. because you're joining two different people, two different mindsets, two different lives together. So... You know, if you're not able to talk things through, even if it upset you or triggers you, because everyone has their triggers. Absolutely, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then learn how to, like, intermingle with mm-hmm. each other. So it goes from independent to intra-dependent, meaning you're learning how to depend on each other and yep. trusting um, to depend on each other. And sometimes, hey, you know... He says, oh, baby, I'm always right. I'm like, no, sweetie, you're not always right. Mm-hmm. It's that sometimes I don't always have to be right. I'm just like, you know what? Mm-hmm. We can do it your way. That's fine. You know, I don't we, mind we, by we that. We talked about that, right? <laughs> In last week's episode about yeah. the married life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you pick and choose your battles, really. That part. Go ahead, TJ. Nah, I'm just listening, man. Nah, come <laughs> on. You on here to get some feedback, too. Like, do you uh, agree? Do you agree with the statement definitely. that we are in a culture that is super dismissive of if, he, if people have a different opinion or different uh, thought process, it's like mm-hmm. we just dismiss people like mm-hmm. it's an empowering thing. And so it's not an empowering thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, um, I definitely 100% agree with that. And definitely with what you said just also just now. And to follow up on that, we work too much on the us, on the I and me. And mm-hmm. we discuss this all the time. And I go back to the simple things I do with my coaching. Less of I and me, more us and we. Look at accountability. Look at responsibility. Look at you first before you point the finger at somebody else. Mm-hmm. Communication is one of the biggest things, not just in relationships, personal uh, relationships, uh, work relationships, as mm-hmm. well as also in your married relationship also as well. Mm-hmm. When we don't have proper communication, effective communication, we have problems. But we're always looking at other people as being the fault. Like you said, he may say, I'm always right. Sometimes we almost look at ourselves and realize we're not right. Mm-hmm. And it's okay not to be right. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm not right and I'm listening, I'm now learning. Right. I'm learning to become right, learning okay. to be right. And like you said, I love what you say. Keep it simple. When you're talking about working out everything, if people just keep things simple in their life with almost everything, watch how they will grow, how better you will be. You know? That's you said it. The key word about interpersonal skills is the key is, is listening. Elle, what's your thoughts? thoughts is we definitely live in a doomy culture we almost glorify independence to the point where we have cut ourselves off at our knees in the sense that you know we were able to be as successful as we were as we are we were able to make some of the strides that we that we have because of community because of the group aspect because we were looking out for each other because we were empowering each other and it's the idea and notion to be independent, like 
be out of my business. I don't want you here or, you know, I'm going to do me, not worry about myself and not worry about anyone else. That kind of culture, that kind of narrative, that kind of position doesn't empower us as a whole. Mm-hmm. But that is definitely something that we're being fed constantly in music and TV and mm-hmm. in social media. It's me, do me, do me, do you girl, do you boy, mm-hmm. like worry about yourself. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is we, We will never affect change. We will never grow. We will never build by just doing you. It just doesn't work that way. We are stronger together than we are ever going to be independent of each other. And I feel like it's just an obvious thing to state. Yeah, you know, everything around you tells you the complete opposite of that. And so, you know, you have to come down to the, the bare basics. The, the, we are pack animals, right? We are people who are designed and required to have community, right? It's literally built into our DNA, you know? And, you, you know, you throw a man in solitary confinement and they can't live that way. They're lose, they're literally lose their mind. You know, we are meant to socialize. We're meant to be. However, have we logged into personal skills? Absolutely, because we're so focused on us that if you're only focused on you, obviously you're not going to be able to be a good friend. You're not going to be able to be a good lover. You're obviously not going to be able to be a good co-worker. You know, if you're only focused on you and what you need and what you want, you're never going to benefit the group mm-hmm. in its entirety. And so that premise by default is just faulty. Remy, what's your thoughts? The more different types of people you have um, in your life. Take that bass out your voice, first of all. Nah, this is me. This is me. Uh, <laughs> the more different types of people you have access to in your life, the more access to life that you have. Because say like, like I grew up in Detroit and the only thing I knew was what life was like growing up in Detroit. And if that's the only thing that I know, then that's the only thing that I'm going to know. Mm-hmm. And it, it took for me to move to Florida, eventually just, you know, trying to look for life or whatever. And eventually you find a bunch of other stuff. You're like, oh, it's a lot of lot more shit out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. compared to what I had access to before. Mm-hmm. So when you dismiss people, you're essentially living in your bubble saying, no, this, this is fine. This is everything. Mm-hmm. No, that's so much more. There's so much more out here that you gotta, you gotta give yourself access to and you gotta open up to sometimes. Ooh, Can I ask, man, I love what you just said. I spoke at a conference about, uh, about two and a half weeks ago and I touched on something very similar to what you said. When I was younger, um, we didn't realize how much we live in our boxing in our bubble. Mm. To me in my neighborhood, going three to four um, how, um, blocks outside of my neighborhood, I thought I was really going somewhere, learning something. It wasn't until I started going downtown mm-hmm. in Baltimore, mm-hmm. going out to the counties in Baltimore, that I realized that my bubble was so small, right. and now I'm branching out. Mm-hmm. A lot of us still live in that bubble like you was talking about. We live in that mm-hmm. bubble, don't, but we're scared to get out of it because we're comfortable inside of it. Once we get out of that, you must sometimes become uncomfortable to become even be- even comfortable even more. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people Big aren't facts. scared. They're scared mm-hmm. to do it. They don't want to do that right there. Big you know? Facts. I like what you said, man. So let me tell y'all the reason I made that Facebook post and we can talk about that briefly is I I was online dating and I matched with this young woman online and I asked her what she was online dating for. What was she hoping to get out of online dating? Mm-hmm. She said, well, I'm just here to network and make friends. And I was like, this is some bullshit. And so I made a post on, on, Wrong fa- on place. Facebook. This is not- yeah, exactly. So I made the post on Facebook. I said, Going online dating to to network and make friends 
is a waste of time for people who are actually on there trying to find somebody. You're wasting people's time. There are other avenues to do that. And people, a lot of people agree with me, mm-hmm. but there were a couple of individuals who said, well, came on there on, on, on the post, started making these comments, said, well, for you, there are better ways, and blah, 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 blah. And so I didn't discredit her opinion or anything. I just said, I think it's, I, I don't think it's smart. I said, you don't go, so you're gonna go online to match to make friends with all guys, right? Right. You're not like what's what's who, the, they, who what's, you're attracted to. Who you're attracted to. You're not matching with any right. women. Mm-hmm. I was like, and so you want to just make friends. So then I told her, I was like, well, understand that if we just going to be friends, I'm not paying for your food. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying for these dates. We going Dutch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear about the understanding. And so one of the girls was like, well, I don't agree because going online. People can make friends that way, and so she was, she was like, she dismissed me. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Well, you are entitled to your opinion," and blah blah blah. And she really was like, "Have a good day." Blah. I was like, "Well, damn!" Like that escalated quickly, right? Like, I expect your, I respect your opinion. Why don't you respect my opinion? You know. And so that kind of. I got think it's false there. pretense, though. I don't know if you respect that. I don't respect your opinion. That's a false pretense. You know, one goes on a dating app. Like literally, the primary focus is dating. To find friends, right? That's just not what you do. You're coming, you're trying to quote unquote find friends under a false pretense, you know? Like, you're, it, it's bullshit. And, and by the way, there are now apps that you can find friends that are 100%. literally similar to Tinder. Bumble has a version. Bumble. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Bumble has a version mm-hmm. called Bumble BFF. And it's literally meant and designed for you to just find friends, right? It's not necessarily for any dating or anything of that nature. And there's meetup group. And there's meetup.com. But there's so, meetup groups. So my, my whole point was like, where, how did we get to a point where having a difference of opinion, mm-hmm. we just dismiss people because they their opinion is different from ours? How did we get to this point? I don't got time today. <laughs> because <laughs> that opinion is emotionally driven. Yeah. And cancel once, culture. Yes. I was and gonna once, say that. I mm-hmm. swear, cancel culture. And once it touched that emotion right yeah. there, that emotion now reacts. Mm-hmm. It doesn't respond. Okay. Mm-hmm. You you may have been touched by that little bit of emotion, but you was responding by discussing it mm-hmm. intelligently. Mm-hmm. She didn't, like you mentioned earlier, triggers. It triggered her. Mm-hmm. Now she dismissed you. Yeah. Okay? That's I mean, all it is. Especially once once you get to like our age. Once you experience certain things, sometimes just that one thing is enough to you be, for you to be like, oh, okay, so this sounds like the kind of person that I don't fuck with. Oh, man, I know. <laughs> so you just kind of take that to the bank and like, all right, well, I guess I guess that's that's enough. That's the whole thing. Um, but I find something that's really interesting is that if you look at a lot of people who are who struggle with making friends, right? Mm-hmm. And you actually watch the way they communicate and talk to other people. Like I have a, I have a friend. Oh, I'm not gonna name her name, um, but yeah, she that. has a lot names. of problems. I'm not. She has problems <laughs> with making friends, mm-hmm. how, right? Mm-hmm. But then I also look at the fact that I mean, if you do something, and I think this is a, an expectation that we all as a people have to get over. Just because you would do something a certain way does not mean your friends are supposed to act and behave exactly like you, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's the whole point of having friends. They have different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And so anytime her friend acts in a way that she wouldn't act, like if, you know, if she were, she was in the hospital and her friend called her, you know, called her husband 
called her, talked to her, you know, see if she wanted anything, if she needed anything. But by the, by the fact that she didn't come to see her was a problem because if it was the other girl, she was like, I would have been at the hospital immediately. You couldn't tell me not to come. Right. But my response to her was, that's what you would do. What you would do doesn't mean what she would do. She probably thought that she was, you know, she did everything that she thought was appropriate for her. She might have her own issues and triggers with hospitals. Is, and that's why she didn't come. It's that mm-hmm. expectation kind of that we have where everybody needs to do, because I would do it this way, mm-hmm. then you should be doing it this way. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do it this way, then you're not a real one. Yeah, with like proper communication, I feel like it's a combination of emotional maturity mm-hmm. and managing your expectations. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Ooh, I, speak on I, it. I don't totally agree with that. I remember a show we all did. We talked about expectations and mm-hmm. assumptions. I was really big on that right mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Too many times we yeah. expect and assume people to do as we would do, but not respecting right. that the other person is different from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we start accepting, whether we like it or not, someone else's response to something, but that's how they would do it. And so forth, we'll be a lot better off. Mm-hmm. There's too many people who expect and assume somebody do what they should do, especially without communication. Mm-hmm. When you communicate it and it's agreed upon, is understood. Now I can you can expect it and assume it because mm-hmm. it's been talked about. Other than that, you can't always depend on that. And I think that's a huge reason why a lot of you know in our society now people have issues with relationships is because of that really high expectation mm-hmm. going into it. For and sure. the lack of emotional maturity to, you know, communicate things through without, you know, acting out over aggressive, mm-hmm. you know, really listening to somebody and saying, you know what, I can I can see where you're coming from with that. I can mm-hmm. see where your thought process is with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sharing what your thoughts are without things getting out of control. But one more thing I want to add also the cutoff culture. You know, so people want to cut people off for every little thing. I everything. mean, <laughs> everything. And then pe- other people around them, like, yeah, girl, cut him off. He ain't nothing. He ain't worth it. Blah, blah, blah. It's like I, sometimes in my groups, I'm like, why are you going to cut him off over that? Why can't mm-hmm. you just communicate with right. him and find a middle ground and work it out? Because if you think that relationships don't have issues, go be single for the rest of your you life. You'll be single forever. And that's that's so, forever. Yeah, yeah, but that's and that's the that's the thing about interpersonal skills. It's like you have to be able to compromise. You have to be able to negotiate. You got to be able to listen, mm-hmm. right? One thing I will say is like only time I don't really agree with other people's opinions is when it's holding somebody else's somebody else down, mm-hmm. or it's a racist opinion, or it's a opinion that is going to. Uh, Make someone else be feel less than, mm-hmm. right? I don't agree with that, shit, right? You know what I mean. But in general, like we should be able to have conversations with one another and have a difference of opinion and say, especially in relationships, you know what? I don't really understand where you're coming from, but if you can help me explain it, then maybe I can consider it. But if you can't even consider your own opinion without getting defensive, because mm-hmm. so many people get defensive so quick. If you just, tell, yeah. well, I don't understand, I don't agree with that. Well, fuck you. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, come on, like that's not how it should be. Yeah, Remy, that's the and the crazy thing about that too is just the ability to get to a point where you guys can agree to disagree. You do not have, you are not required to agree on everything with everyone. I mean, if you think about how many times you've changed your own personal stance on some of your thoughts and your perspectives, right? So you you don't agree with the you from ten years ago, you know, and so. You have to be able to allow and permit you guys to agree to disagree. Indeed. 
Definitely. So I got so many more questions, but I want to make sure you get your questions in if you have some, because I don't want to just keep asking and, and talking. You got anything? You good? I got more. Okay, give us more. All right. So, <laughs> uh, so inter- obviously, interpersonal skills are the qualities and behaviors we exhibit while interacting with other people. What do y'all feel is your best interpersonal skill? What do you feel is your best interpersonal skill? And those can be for those who might sippers who might not know. It can be self confidence. It can be work work ethic. It can be relationship management. Uh, receptive to feedback. It can be body language, listening, collaboration, conflict management, positive attitude, communication, all that stuff. I think my best attribute in that is mirror matching. I th- mirror I matching. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I'm able to like you know, really examine people and like kind of match their vibe. Mm. Okay. I'm with that. That sounds very familiar, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if you think about it, even in coaching, like TJ would know, they tell you, like, you you mirror what your client is doing. Mm-hmm. So if your client is sitting back, then you sit back as well. Mm-hmm. They sit forward, you sit forward as well. If they cross the leg, you cross the leg. Because it, it makes them feel more comfortable. comfortable. And relatable. <clears throat> and relatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I actually consider this, and it's piggybacking off of what you're saying, I, I consider this a gift and a curse because depending on who I'm with or who I'm interacting with, um, it can go south. <laughs> so like if I tend to match people's energy, I'm not the kind of person that starts things. Mm-hmm. I never start things, but I do finish things. <laughs> so like if you start something with me and your level is here, mm-hmm. I'm a, I, my nature is to just give you back what, what you're giving me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, it's not even like a choice. It's not even like me saying, all right, well, I want to, I want, I want this type of, of activity with you. But if you're, if that's the kind of person that you are, I'm just going to mirror that energy and give it back to you. Mm-hmm. Essentially, if you pay attention, you'll learn some things about yourself in that situation because that's that's I'm, I'm literally I don't start things. I don't want problems. I like peace. And if you mm. give me peace, I'm going to give you peace and mm. we'll live happily ever after. But if you want drama, I'm going to give it to I you. you <laughs> What's your sign? You're, you're not a Gemini. I'm you're a Aries. Pisces. I'm an Aries. Oh, Aries. Yeah. What's your, what's Aries. Your, Hello. Yeah, same birthday. Birthday twins. What's your um, birthday twins? Birthday twins. What's your best interpersonal skill, TJ? Listening. Mm. Uh, but I listen not just or just what they're saying. I listen by um, uh, seeing, observing. Mm-hmm. I listen to emotion that they're putting inside there a lot of times because you can really gauge what someone is really talking about and what they're really feeling. But listen to their emotion and all of that. Everything mm-hmm. you see how deep it is and how's it affecting them and stuff like that. And I make sure that my response shows that I'm listening. Mm-hmm. Okay, if we're talking about something like that's interesting, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Okay. I make sure I'm taking it all in. Mm-hmm. If you watch how people listen, you'll, re- you'll learn that lots of them are not listening to you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, let's say we're talking and I'm sharing something with you. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, okay, but you're mm-hmm. quick to say and say what you want to say and say. Mm-hmm. You're not fully listening. Hey, stop right. bringing up my past. <laughs> <laughs> we all change. It's okay. L, what's your best interpersonal skill? I have to say accepting people for who they are. I think you know, you come as you are and you can either appreciate that person or not. And and so for me, it's you have to just appreciate them. Even if you think that what they're saying or what they're doing is crazy, you can, all you can do is appreciate what's, what's in front of you. Keep words in front of you. And so for me, I think one of my best interpersonal skills is just being able to accept people for who they are and, and appreciate them for their good qualities, essentially. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good with that. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you, Elle. You are very good at that. I have learned that about yeah, you. Yes, thank you. You are very good at that. Mm-hmm. I would say that for me, my best interpersonal skill is 
the ability to step outside of my perspective, right? It's like, you know what? All right, I can see it from your perspective. Like, mm-hmm. I like I understand. I put my perspective last because I don't ever want the other person to feel like I don't, I'm not listening. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. All right. I might not agree with it, mm-hmm. right? Right. But I see it. And I can step outside of me first and say, all right. And then I can analyze it. But like, you know what? You're right. I fucked up. Yeah. Like I, I, I was in the wrong mm-hmm. there. Yeah. If you allow me to express myself and tell you what my perspective from it, then we can find a solution. But I think that's my best interpersonal skill. Yeah. That's huge. Being able to like, perspective. That's like a heightened degree of empathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's huge. I think that's why I fuck with you, Jay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I appreciate that because you know how to. Yeah. 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 But I think I mean I think most people, most friends will tell you that if I have a conflict with something, like I don't want it. For me, it's not about being right. Right. Like I don't care at this point. I don't care about being fucking right. I care about us moving forward mm-hmm. and finding how we can get back to the same ground. Yeah. And so many people in today's culture do not do that. They want to be right. It's not about being right. right. Yeah. Like if you love someone, whether it's your intimate relationships or your non-intimate relationships, then you need to be able to find a common ground and be like, you know what? How can we move past this? Mm-hmm. Communication you know? and compromise. Right. Mm-hmm. And understanding where you went wrong. Like, you know yeah. what? Maybe I was a little dramatic with that. Yeah. I admit I was a little dramatic. I was dramatic. being a little extra. I was being a little extra. I'm sorry. Well, maybe this is like, this is something we don't do together, you know? Like, I just found out when me and my girlfriend cannot, um, we cannot go um, on walks together. She gets hot and she gets annoying. <laughs> okay? and, and she doesn't like my pace. I'm a New Yorker. I walk really fast. She's not with it. And so we realized that that for us is just not something we should do in our relationships, in our relationship, you know, and you just got to be able to appreciate that about people. You got friends that are, you got to know how to identify where your friends fit in your life. Yes. yes. You know, it's the same thing with friendships, right? Like I had some friends like, why didn't you invite me to this event? Cause I know you're gonna be miserable the whole time, and you're gonna make everybody else miserable. So you don't, I don't, you don't fuck with these people. So why am I inviting you? This is me knowing. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you know. Even with certain topics too, like certain Mm -hmm. topics, you'll talk with this kind of friend. I know some top. I don't talk politics with everybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But there's certain people you can talk politics with. You know what I mean? So what do y'all feel is the? I want to use the right correct word. What do you feel could use some improvement in your life when it comes to interpersonal skills? So what do you feel could use some improvement in your life when it comes to interpersonal skills? Something that I am actively working on is kind of like the opposite of what you guys were saying a little bit earlier, which is mirroring. I don't want to mirror. I don't want to meet people or match people at their energies. I want to stay in my own pocket, you know, and, Right. And so that's something that I'm actively working on is not letting other people change my position or change my, um, where my level is at. I want to be authentic to where I'm at and I don't want anybody else to pull me out of my pocket essentially. Mm. And so when somebody is like going off or going crazy or like getting a little bit too loud, being able to remain calm and peaceful, being able to, to stay in my own lane, stay in my own comfort level, stay in my own pocket and not match them because if they need to get there, that's them. But I don't need to stress myself out that way. I don't need to get, you know, riled up in that kind of manner, you know, uh, unless I want to, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, like, but, you know, I don't want to be forced. She want to be like, I understand that you're upset. 
and let's talk about it. Sometimes in those situations, though, like you can still be like the bigger person, but you got to master tonality. You know, like if they're hype, say, you know, I get it, I understand, but mm-hmm. you know, just you're not angry at them, but right. just match them so that they can hear you. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta do that. Like mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. I would say for me, I, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at um, not allowing people to get up, get me out of pocket. Yeah. Like my energy is my energy. However, I will say that. This is something that talking with TJ about. It's like I, I wish what I need to work on is definitely communicating a little more aggressively in how I feel. I'm more of the type where uh-huh. I would just be like, you know what, it ain't that fucking serious, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I move on. I don't hold on to it, but then something can trigger it. Yeah. Later on, it had nothing to do with it, and then I'm feeling my whole energy is funky. Right. Right. And so I feel like I could do a better job at saying, you know what. Feeling some kind of way about what you just said, and here's why. Right. Instead of, and I'm not passive aggressive mm-hmm. at all. I just think I choose, pick and choose my battles or what my what I want to put on the table. But I could do a better job at that, you know, and not just let letting it get under the skin per se. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Sometimes when I get triggered too, I tend to like come into my own little shell and don't really want to talk to anybody. But mm. I'm definitely working on that as well. Instead of just being to myself and not saying anything, say, hey, you know what? Even with my twin sister, we barely get in fights, you know, but hey, you know, when you said this, it kind of hurt my feelings. You know, mm. I really didn't, I didn't really vibe with that. And it's, it blows your mind when you're actually open with somebody and telling mm. them what bothered you. They're like, oh, I didn't mean to, you know, mm. I'm so sorry. I'll try to do better next time. <laughs> Remy, TJ, L. Well, oh, L already said her, sorry. Mm. Remy and TJ. He's like, I don't, perfect. I don't think I'm aware. <laughs> I don't think I'm aware. Like you don't I think, think you're I think, aware. I think, I, think, I think somebody else has to tell me. I don't think I can be like conscious of my interpersonal skill that I am lacking because obviously I. Well, then that's a that's it, it that's right there. Yourself. That's it right there. It's not that's your problem. It's <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> it's no self acquisition, like realization. Yeah. You know, to to realize the parts that you're struggling with. I mean, that's, I, that's a struggle in itself. I feel like I be spitting. Like I, I be I be talking my shit, and people need to hear what I'm saying. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I'm still working it out. Yeah. You're from Detroit, right? I'm from Detroit, yeah. So, something I think that you and I have in common. I know a lot of different people from Detroit, and we have very strong personalities. Hey, man. We don't take, excuse my language on here, but you, we can, I can speak it. We don't take no bullshit. Right. And I'm very direct. Like, yeah, let me stop it right there. Right. So, and, and I'm, I'm yeah. a very strong personality, also from my previous career, but I had to learn how to um, let go of pride and ego mm-hmm. and humble myself. So those are some things that I had um, was was very um, I had to become aware of and work with myself because I realized that with my strong personality, everybody don't not can't accept that. Even though I may communicate a certain kind of way, it's not the way that I need to communicate to that mm. person right there. Right. You know, I realized one time me and Jay. Now, use me and Jay for example. We've been friends for quite some time. I had um, used my my person became very strong with him, yeah. but it was brought to my attention. Now, listen to what the person said to me. So I made sure the next day when Jay came home in the main, I said, let's go for a ride, man. And mm-hmm. I, again, humbled myself, but I'm glad I did because we're not perfect. And I told me I apologize for that right there. And yeah. that's something that I've been working on and become better at, you know, because everybody can't take that very strong personality. Mm-hmm. To me, again, I'm direct. The society nowadays, a lot of this generation, they're weak as shit. <laughs> I mean, they are, but I don't mean yeah. no, no offense to them. 
because I was raised yeah. differently. Right. You know, we didn't sit here and help in a certain kind of way, but I realized this is their generation now. Mm-hmm. How can I be more effective with them mm-hmm. in my coaching with them, my communication with them, and realize not about my community, my generation, because that was then. This yeah. is now. Mm-hmm. So how can I help them? Right. You know, so. I think a key, a key thing about inter- interpersonal skills that we need to realize is that you don't always have to be spot on right there in the moment. Right. Right. Like, right. you're not going to be spot on every time. But you have to have the ability to self-reflect later on. And maybe it's the next day or a week later or a month later. And be like, you know what? I was wrong in this situation. Mm-hmm. So out of out of respect for this person, like, I don't care about strangers for the most part. Like, mm-hmm. fuck them. Like, mm-hmm. But if you're in my circle and network, like, when I'm, if I self-reflect on my skills, but you know what? I need to reach out. I need to talk to this person. Mm-hmm. I need to just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things that we can, that we could do better of, we 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 don't do it because of our ego. Yes, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Right, it's our ego. Yeah. I like what, how you said that, you know, you think back self-reflect, because even, you know, sometimes when I talk to my twin or my best friend, I'm like, maybe I came a little bit too rough, you know, because mm. you got to remember everybody in this world is so different. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so communicating with each, pers- each person is so different. Mm-hmm. And so it's okay that sometimes you make mistakes, but, you know, just learn, knowing how to, like, reflect on yourself mm-hmm. and realize, mm-hmm. you know what? I could probably talk to this person a certain way because this person is not the same as that right. person. Right. I had um, posted on Facebook uh, probably about two weeks ago. I'm always posting my positive post, quotes mm-hmm. on there still. Mm-hmm. And I put, a wise person once said, one becomes better by letting go of pride and ego and replacing them with wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you learn something, replace that. What you mm-hmm. learn, replace what's not good in there anymore. Mm-hmm. Replace it with what mm-hmm. you learn. It's mm-hmm. makes, all it does is makes you, makes you better. That's all it does. Hundred percent. Absolutely. A lot of times, people think that interpersonal skills is only work related, right? No. Mm-hmm. It's like, and 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 the, and the thing is, most of the skills that employees employees look for, if you're working for somebody else, most of y'all at the table work for yourself. But if you're working for someone else, they say, "Oh, you got to have these these certain kind of skills." But those same skills that you have at work mm-hmm. work in relationships, mm-hmm. and you just got to be able to. If you can apply it at work, then there's no reason why you can't apply those same skills. In your personal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just hope that. I say this all the time. I say this all the time. The same exact skills you have. You can talk to your boss that you hate with some level of degree of respect. And you can keep your voice down without screaming at them when you have disagreements. If you can deal with your coworkers, you know, and be able to communicate with them, even though you hate their ass. I mean, you should be able to treat the people in your life, your family members, your lovers, with that same level and degree of respect. And for some reason, it's like the minute we clock out, we think that we sometimes we treat people close to us worse than we treat people who are the farthest away. That's true. That's true. You know, and it's like, go ahead. I think it all boils down to emotional maturity, really. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I mm-hmm. think that a lot of people, they put so much emphasis on like, you know, being financial, financially literate, mm-hmm. being like in- intelligent, but they don't put enough, you know, emphasis on their mental health and their emotional maturity mm-hmm. in, in communicating. Because if you don't have emotional maturity, you can't communicate because you won't be able to control yourself. So your true. So true. Agreed. I definitely agree. Oh, what you got? Yeah. I don't have anything else after that. You good? You got what you got? I'm good. All right, Sipper, we're going to move on to the next segment of the episode. We're going to move into... Well, let me give you a little advice. What? <laughs> <laughs> the advice piece. Uh, go ahead and explain this. All right. 
So in this segment, we uh, pull random advice requests from social media, and we give some, you know, unsolicited advice. Hey, hi. We are not doctors. Okay. We are not certified uh, mental therapists, but we got opinions, and we're going to give it to your asses. Period. I'm working on my PhD. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a PhD. <laughs> um, so the very first one that I have is from Carrie Legrome. Okay. And she goes, I dated, hey, Terry, girl. She goes, I dated this guy for seven months. We were working towards a, race, a relationship, but not official yet. He wanted to uh, build a friendship first before I called it quits because I felt constantly disrespected from him by the way he communicate with, communicated with me. Like he didn't care. Um, on his Facebook comments, he was always flirting with other females on social media. Mm. And whenever they would comment on his post, for example, <laughs> he would, he wouldn't mention me. He made a Valentine's Day post about how to send me flowers and send, and some girl comments, edible arrangements to my address. His response was, okay, I got you little mama. I know I need self love slash care and healing, but am I wrong for being done? Um, or should I continue on with this relationship on being too sim- too sensitive? Well, I mean, she's definitely wrong because her expectations didn't match what he said. He said, let's be friends. So, And she's still treating him more than a friend. Mm. So she should have just adjusted herself and her expectation to friendship. And she wouldn't have been upset because they're friends. Well, I think they're in a situation where they're not quite official, but they're dating. And so mm. it's that situation you know, kind of scenario where they are actively dating each other, but they are not an official relationship. That's such a goofy place to be in. <laughs> nobody knows what the hell is going it on. It is a goofy. I, I refuse to be in that kind and of Nobody space. wants yeah. to talk about it. Nobody's willing to talk about it because it's like everybody's got to play it cool. Because right now, if you show your cards, you might fuck around and lose. I mean, you know? if he says we're friends and I'm not kissing you, I'm not hugging you, you're definitely getting my body. So, yeah. I mean, that's what it is. If you're not... The reason why she's upset is because she's she gave too much of herself. You know what the she first you know what the friends. first date is supposed to be about. The first date is supposed to be about how are we going to function together in this goofy, weird ass dating space. We ask all the like like marriage questions and Not me. what kind of fucking mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But like in that dating space, we don't know we don't know each other's rules, so we're going to get this shit wrong. Like I don't know how you date. You don't know how I date. After this first date, if I call you again, does that mean you think of me as your boyfriend? Like, are you going to have expectations after this after this? particular event mm. i don't know that and i can't know that unless i ask and we don't think to ask those kind of questions so in this story l you said he said that they want to be he want to be friends he said that no he didn't say that oh, okay he didn't say he wanted to be friends oh, no he he said that they are there she categorized it that they were you know friends that are dating and uh, working towards relationships which they've been doing for the last seven years so she categorized them as mm. friends so she placed her um, expectations onto that. I, I would say that first of all, you need to stop worrying about what social media is, right? Like if you're gonna pay no. attention to someone's comments and what they are doing, that's just that's just gonna run you crazy any in general. But I I do, I do not feel that there's a level of disrespect though. There, you're actively dating someone and they're on their social but, media well, no, like telling on. girls they're gonna send if, them. If we if we haven't had a, a conversation that we are going to be exclusive and that I am not with you, that I can say whatever the fuck I want on my on my Facebook on but my social that, media. All that depends on your rules. You no, 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 it does not. <laughs> no, it does not. No, it does not. You remember that argument we had? Uh, five year whitelist. 
we were talking about what a train is. That's and whole what a, and what a threesome whole, is. We're not getting into that. That's a whole other topic. What? 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 Everybody was not in agreement because we have different. No, expectations everybody was in agreement except you and Marcus. Let's get let's get it <laughs> clear. Course. Let's get it clear. Of, he, he just naturally. Let me see. He just now said something that's clear. He said because everybody's expectations correct. They view things differently. Okay. Well, we always sit here and say two things don't do. Don't assume. Don't expect yeah. unless it's communicated. See again, like you said, we yeah. make things too technical. Keep it fucking Keep it simple. simple. <laughs> Let's communicate at first our expectations, what we want, what we would like. Mm-hmm. Now we know the parameters of our relationship. Like you said, to date exclusively. Mm-hmm. Now we know what it is. Let's respect that right yeah, there. Hundred percent. It's that simple. Because other than that, she she's going to assume that. He shouldn't be doing this because that's what she wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. He's saying, I'm okay, but if she's right. on her page, I don't care. No, let's talk mm-hmm. about this. Yeah. Then you come to that agreement, then you'll be fine. Keep he, it simple. He made it very clear where he was at, and she was mm-hmm. the one who, exactly. in her head, created a new boundary for their relationship. This is my, I want so, a few dates with him. We've been now dating. We're married. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going wa- to wa- 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 watch his social it. media yeah, mm-hmm. while he's talking to this girl like red that. Flag, mm-hmm. You know? And that's not fair. And I said, I think that he's disrespectful. I do. But I also think that she played herself. And not not that he played her, but that she played herself. Right? Because if you're in- entertaining this man and it's seven months, you guys have been dating for seven months, you're not in an exclusive relationship, yeah, then you exist. It's, it's, it's not, you guys are not working towards a relationship anymore. <laughs> At seven months, he has put you in this particular friend zone. And you need to accept it. And guys' friend zones are a little bit different than girls' friend zone. A girl friend zone, she will, you know, friend zone a guy and she's not going to sleep with him. A guy will 110% friend zone you and still want to hit, right? And so, <laughs> and so she's getting herself confused in that partic- in that predicament because she's 110% being friend zoned, um, but he's still actively engaging in, in physicality with her. And I think it's been made very difficult for a woman to sort of bring that up and say, well, what is this? Well, I don't think it's difficult, though. I think that people aren't secure enough to be, you know, upfront mm -hmm. with their truth. You know, you teach people how to treat you. Mm -hmm. And if you teach them that, hey, I'm okay with, you know, sharing my body mm -hmm. without the commitment, then, hey, a guy is going to take that and run with it. So you really can't blame anybody. One thing I tell tell my clients is, there is no wrong question for the right person. Mm-hmm. So if you if you if you ask somebody what is this and they they get mad or they want to leave, then that's not that's the fucking solution. person for you. Because yeah, the right person for you, be like you know what, this is what it is, or I want more. They're going they're, they're going to either go towards it mm-hmm. or away from it. There's no conversation that you can't have in whatever space. That's gonna for the right person. It ain't gonna matter. I think that a, a huge problem right. is a lot of people are <laughs> dating without really knowing what they're looking for and what their goal is. So, you know, if your goal is to be married one day, then obviously you're not going to be entertaining someone like that. You can be straight up like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, I'm dating to eventually get married. Is that a goal of yours? Mm-hmm. No. Psh, swipe left. Why you waste know? my time? Let's yes. keep getting to know right. each other. And that's communication. That's communication. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Again, yeah. it's communication. just talk about it's, it's it. It's that concept of like scaring someone off. You don't want to scare someone off, but you're also, you want to be authentic too to who you are and what you mm-hmm. want. And so if what you want will scare them off, then they are the wrong person exactly. for you. It just comes down to that. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right. You played yourself, girl. Get out of, get out of there. <laughs> get out of here. All right. So next one. All right. I am 
a girl in my early 20s, and I'm HIV positive, which I got from an ex-boyfriend. Ever since I tested positive, it has been very difficult for me to mingle with people or even be around my friends, which I have been shutting out. Mm. I haven't told anyone that I'm positive yet, but I'm because I'm afraid of the stigma. Mm. So I've kept it to myself. But lately, I've been very lonely as I really want a man. I want to fall in love and be loved by someone, hopefully with the same status as I am. How do I go about dating and how do I go about disclosing my status? <clears throat> that's all man that's tough you know i i will say i will say this because it's weird i, I just have I have a client who's kind of going through this and what what i first want to say is that you should never think yourself less than because of some of a of a std that you've gotten because there are people out there that will absolutely accept you for who you are and what you have going on i've been there where i've dated a woman who had herpes and i didn't know that going in but because i thought she was a dope individual I still wanted to pursue her because she was on top of that. And so don't limit yourself based on whatever status it is. I will say that it's absolutely going to be harder for her to find somebody to connect with who's going to accept that. Even though HIV is not the death sentence that it used to be, there is still this huge stigma around it. Um, when she should, when should she, you know, tell people about that? I mean, that's hard. That's a hard question. Once you get diagnosed with some, something like that, your life is different. Yeah. And you kind of got to accept that as soon as possible mm-hmm. and start understanding that that's part. It's, unfortunately, it's part of your story now. It's mm-hmm. part of your story. Mm-hmm. And whoever you choose or whoever chooses you is going to have to be a part of that story. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the sooner you embrace that, the sooner you allow yourself to let your life move forward. But like, what do you response. tell someone? Do you tell someone the first day? Do you wait till, you know, five dates? Do you wait till the first, you know, any physicality or no physicality? What if they keep you, you know? You know who knows that? Magic Johnson. <laughs> like somebody who's been through it. I have no yeah, idea. It's because I have I no can't idea. advise on that. That's... I can. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Based, you tell the person when you're confident in yourself to be able to accept their response and their answer to it. That's a good one. Because a lot of times, if you're not, it's going to take away from you. You already mm-hmm. do have a situation you don't care for and you don't like. Right. Okay? So you got to work on you first before I say, I would suggest going to be able to date again. Mm-hmm. Because once you have the confidence right. in yourself, now you can accept someone else's uh, answer or their response to it. You know, and it's true. And that was very helpful that's for you. That's true because that's a great point. We're, we're all going to get rejected. Let me tell y'all something. The amount of times I've been rejected because I'm not a Christian, and me being upfront, upfront, honest about that is a lot. But and at first I was very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. When I was like 26, 27, mm-hmm. I was very uncomfortable telling people that I wasn't a Christian because I knew I was going to be judged mm-hmm. or felt some kind of way or rejected. Obviously, not being a religious belief is completely different from having an STD. However, the mental state of I have to be confident in myself mm-hmm. and what I have going on to play. You know what? This is who my story. This is who I am. This is what it is. And I just need. It. But I don't think she's. I don't think anyone is entitled to anything on the first date. Like I don't even like you. Don't, you don't even know my credit score on my first date. Well, right, I'm gonna tell you right, I got an STD. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, that's right. If you if you feel as though the relationship is starting to grow, if, well, the friendship is starting to grow into a relationship. Y'all spending more time together. Then yes, yeah. share it yeah. as soon as possible. But also be ready. For that person's response to it, whether they accept it or not. You right. know? So y'all ain't asking the And I think you gave up a great point time. because she mentions that she's not even telling her friends. Right. Mm. Right. You know You know, she isn't 
even told the people nearest closest to her. And so how are you even contemplating telling strangers who you might be, you know, who you want to be romantically involved with if you are having problems or still struggling with like telling the people who love and support you and who are closest to you. I Mm -hmm. do think that she probably does need to redirect her energy more on just being able to accept this part of her life and herself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. You know, you know who else can relate very strongly to this, this topic to a degree trans people because ultimately yeah. when you make a yeah. transition yeah. you decide to tell your partner you know the the entire story or whatever mm-hmm. like you, you kind of gotta you gotta struggle through that mm-hmm. well think about gay people before they come out of the closet as they put it right mm-hmm. they had to get that strength within themselves first to be able to come out and confront their family and their friends mm-hmm. you know will smith one of his videos i use for my clients a lot of times the one called bliss he talked about he's going to jump out of an airplane, but how you have all that anxiety prior to you doing it. Mm-hmm. But once you jump out on the other side of fear is bliss. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's this person, she's fearful of the, of the how her friends and family may react to her. Mm-hmm. They probably just give her so much love and support mm-hmm. her. You know, she's got to have the confidence mm-hmm. herself to sit here and face it and do it. Right. Yeah. You know, Fear rejection is mm-hmm. strong. It's real. It is yeah. very real. And you, and you find yourself on the other side of it. Like right. You're, and you're trying to live your authentic self. You so are. be who you are. Exactly. It gets easier. It, it does. does. The more the more you step into it and, and own it, the, the less you care about that rejection of what comes and allows you to, to just start meeting more people that's going to mm-hmm. accept you for it. But by you not even trying or being afraid of it, you're never going to potentially find that person, you know? Yeah, and first you got to accept and love who you are. You know, that's where self-love is so yep. important. Yep. Okay. So important. It's integral to everything. Mm-hmm. So what we got next is Elle's favorite favorite part of the segment. Least favorite. Why is it your least favorite? <laughs> you used to beat TJ's ass too. You've been lo- losing to Remy though when he's been on though. Mm, get ready. I'm feeling good. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> that sounds about right. Mm. All right, Sippers. This is that time of the episode where we play six, seven songs for the table and for you, Sippers, to to play against. Rebecca, you are playing against Remy, TJ, and L. Need to know the name of the song or the name of the artist. You don't need to know the both, I'm either or. Okay. I'm, I'm going to play this. it. You can guess whenever you want. Uh, L will blurt out a lot of stuff because it's how she plays. <laughs> you know, um, don't let it. Just That's how I win. <laughs> how I win right there. <laughs> let me find it. Let me find these songs really quick where I put them. Real. Uh, not to look this time. Yeah, you cheated last time. <laughs> I was upset because I could have. Did I win? I might have won. You ended up winning, but you didn't guess the first game, the first, the first answer. I could have won faster. Just play yeah. all Beyonce songs, so I know. I'm not gonna do that because you and you and L be going back and forth. Yeah. All right. All right. So this first song came out in uh, 2004. 2004. Little Little Nas. No. Calvin Harris. No. This Carl Thomas. Carl Thomas. Remy said it first. Yeah. Remy said it first. No, I said it first. No, you did I not. said it first. Okay, well, for the record, she probably She's a little, a little delayed. delayed. She's so a little might delayed. Have said it at the same time. She might say it at the same time. So I'm gonna give y'all one one each. Dang. Well, I'll give you one one each. So this is called this is Carl Thomas. This is called Dreamer off of the Let's Talk About the Album. Came out in 2004. All right, good guess. Good guess. Uh-huh. 
have to. Yeah, do I know his. Voice. I've never even heard of this guy. Never, you never heard Carl Thomas. You never heard. Yes, you have. Oh my God, Rebecca, where have you been, sis? Under Under Summer Rain. What a song. Dreamer. It's like indie. Okay. Yeah. You just hurt my heart. You hurt my heart. Wait, she, she, I need you to listen to his whole before? emotional yeah, album, girl. It will put I, you I through it. Oh, I heard this. You never heard it before? Oh, yes. This is an amazing song. Mm-hmm. If you have never listened... The entire album yes. was fire. That entire you, album was fire. If you've Take never heard point, Carl Thomas... I don't like this song, and I've never heard Carl Thomas's album. Okay. <laughs> so I get Then it. y'all need to go back and listen I to it. I need to, like, Google Carl Thomas is one of the best no, neo-soul artists in his era. I have to say about Carl Thomas, for wow. sure. Wow. Carl Thomas. All right, so it's 1-1. One, 1-1. One, one, one. This next song came out in... Uh, Nineteen ninety three. Nineteen. TJ, you should get this one, TJ. I get you, man. Ninety three. Tevin Campbell. Yep. Can yeah. we talk? Tevin Campbell. Say that. Tevin Remy Campbell. got yeah. that one. That was good. Okay. Yeah. Can we talk? Yes. Yeah. Can yeah. we talk? I said it too. No, Remy okay, said it first. I'm not playing anymore because I'm, I'm delayed. <laughs> I said it before no, Remy. No, you didn't. I'm, I'm a second with Remy. Remy. Uh, <laughs> I promised you I did because he started after I. Okay, I'm not playing this round because you. I'm delayed. So I literally said that. Is she still talking? Five years later. L, so you heard yourself say it before you heard me say it? Yes. Uh, how? Did she say she heard herself say it? I, how we, we can't verify that, L, though. L, we, you need to work on your interpersonal skills and learn to listen. I'm just going to sit out. I'm just going to sit out this segment. Okay, okay. I'm sitting out this segment. All right. You can, be ju- you can be judge number two then, L. You can be judge number two. You can be judge number two. This is Tevin Campbell. Can we talk? Y'all finna right. make me mad. We love okay. you. Okay. We love to make yourself mad. <laughs> uh, so I Remy has felt all Remy, time. Remy, okay. Remy has two. Remy has two. So Elle is sitting out. She said, "Watch her guess, though. Watch. She's gonna be guessing." <laughs> Just all text right. me the answers. This next song came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's pretty sad. I don't know this. Is it Drake? No. No, it can't be Drake. Is it Kanye? Is it serious bass? No, no, I heard no. the guitar. I'm trying. Why the hell would you run? That's Anderson Pack. Correct. Who? Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. You know, I Y'all feel like. Y'all ain't heard of Silk Sonic? Wow. You haven't heard of new so, so, Anderson Pack is an amazing, amazing musician. Him. Bruno Mars, Bruno Mars and who's the third the person? Third the third person have formed the group called Silk Sonic. I heard them, yes. I heard them, yeah. Silk Sonic has a song called Leave the Door Open. You heard that song, Rebecca, called Leave the Door Open? It's a vibe. You know, I don't really... Uh, you gotta play it. You don't listen to music? I don't listen to much music or watch much TV, so... I... This is the new song. It's a, it's a Christmas song? No. <laughs> it feels like Christmas. I... Wow. It was Christmas for me when this song came out. Wow. I, I can't go against this guy. <laughs> so it's Bruno Mars it's called Suck like the Sonic. Oh, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars and Edison Bang. I know who that is. Oh. I'm about to say, if you say you know who Bruno Mars is, girl. Yeah, I'm about I was to... gonna see myself out if I didn't yes. know Bruno Mars. Yes. All right, Remy, you got like three? Damn. Got three. Yeah. Right, hang on, get this one. This one came out in 2011 All right, Rebecca. You better be on it. You better come be on, on it. Come on, Beyonce. <laughs> oh, uh TJ, you don't know? Uh, Who is it? 
a beautiful Where's your hands in Everywhere. That's Chris Brown. Yes. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> like, did you know that one? That's Chris. Oh, Chris the Brown. Hell, oh, you still there? I know. The, yeah, I know, I know it. Some of the lyrics. <laughs> this is beautiful people. Chris was, Brown. I know this song. You I almost said no. You stopped. You, know you stopped yourself. I said in my head. Does you not said count? no. You okay. said you said beautiful yo, and you stopped. Yo, you were right there. Is, is Remy Mulatto on a flight? Am I going against every right single now. one? You killing me right I now. I mean, you know, you're going against me, so it's not that impressive. Exactly. <laughs> you're going against me also. You know, my record on here is. I'm already like zero and two hundred. All right. Next song, two thousand three. Two thousand three. Oh, uh, Alicia Keys. Aaliyah. No. 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 no, wait, wait. Ashanti. Correct. Oh, Ashanti. Dang it. I knew it was an A. It was one of you them. You were close. Oh, man. Not even came in. You don't know it. I'm Ashanti. Ashanti. I was going to say now because I'm already. Yeah. I know it was a something. Ashanti. Ashanti. Rock with you. Rock with you. <laughs> I like Ashanti, man. Why y'all don't like Ashanti? I used to love Ashanti. Have y'all seen her recently? Uh, mm-hmm. She looks good. Mm-hmm. We good. can keep playing that song, you know. I, mean, I keep trying that. to text her. I don't got the right number. <laughs> <laughs> All right, couple more, couple more, two more, two more. That's the fuck. Who's this? Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Listen to the voice. Today. Oh boy. Yo, take a gander. Take a guess. Is it Frank? I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh yeah, shit. I get my weed from California. That's, that's uh, Justin Bieber. Correct. That's Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. His style of music changed yes. to a vibe. This don't sound like Justin like Bieber. Like at all. He on like, autotune too. He did that. Yeah. This is like this Justin Bieber is? does. This is Steve called Payne. Peaches. Peaches? Peaches. Yeah. I like Justin Bieber. I've been vibing to him lately. I like Justin Bieber. I want him and Drake to do a song together. That would be dope. Right? Be I'm not a huge fan, huge fan of Justin Bieber, but I like this song. Yeah. All right, last like song. His last album, You Can't Deny. Yeah. He did that. All right, last song. Here we go. Wait, what year? Oh, you Come know on. Who is, is it? So freak you up Silk. and down. Silk. He got it. He got it. He mm, probably got one. That's about five times, man. It's not, called, it's not called. It's not called. Freak me up and down. I have a lot of questions about right. you knowing that song in like point five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that was on my time right there, man. Like, it was a great. We threw that on, song. and you know, damn, it was a great song. Mm-hmm. And, and things went baby, baby making music. Ooh. How many kids do you have to that song? Zero, <laughs> zero. <laughs> now, how many girls? Let me stop. Remy, congratulations! You are the winner of, of that sound for me. It wasn't right for you to spank Rebecca's ass yeah, like that. Yeah, that wasn't cool. I didn't do it. Like, I just purpose. got here, and it wasn't right for you to make L quit either. I didn't do that on purpose either. Wow, <laughs> yeah, he did. His it's, interpersonal relationships clearly <laughs> are. I just terrible. give the energy that I give. Clearly needs work. We didn't give you the energy, okay? We gave you that. You know, <laughs> we don't know the music energy. All right, what we got next? What's next is that that shit. That's that shit. So what's that? That that shit is what that ish is. Whatever is your flavor of the week. What is your bag? What is your judge? What is the thing that you love the most right now? It could be a TV show. Remy, do me a favor. Get up real quick and grab that liquor on top of the um, bo- um, fridge, please, sir. It can be a TV show. It can be a product. It could be a mood. It could be a feeling. It could be anything you want. What is your ish this week? Who want to go first? L, you go first. You got something? Let me go first. My ish this week is married at first sight. Married at first light, first light, sight. Okay. At first sight, the TV show. 
Never watched it. They are in Atlanta. So the premise of the show is they have these four experts who are all doctors in their field. They mm-hmm. are psychologists, sociologists, uh, marriage counselors, whatever. And they actually arrange marriages. So everybody applies and they arrange five marriages That's to complete strangers. And these people will meet each other for the first time at their wedding. And they legally get married. Mm-hmm. And the next two months is them like going through these processes and workshops and things of that nature with their new spouse to determine if they want to stay married. Um, so it's arranged marriage by experts, essentially. And the this every season, they're in a new place. So this season, they're in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And Atlanta then just showed the fuck out. It just, it's so much drama. Normally this show actually has very little drama. There are a lot of marriages that actually are still ongoing that have children and are together still afterwards. However, this Atlanta cast is just a hot mess express. It's like they, they have housewives, the married at first sight TV show, essentially. Mm. Never watched it. I can never get into those those type of uh, TV shows. I, I watch a lot of TV, but those type of reality TV, I've never been able to get into. But it sounds interesting. It's interesting because it definitely, you know, you have a list of your deal breakers. You have a list of the things that you require and want. And it's funny because a lot of people who say, this is what I want, this is what I want, when they're actually literally given exactly what they want, mm. they don't know how to handle it. And so mm. some of it's just really interesting from a sociological perspective of like stepping back and watching how the groups are dyna- uh, the dynamic of the groups and the dynamics of the couples because these experts go out of their way to give these people exactly mm. what they said they wanted mm. and then they get it and they realize well some of them realize that they didn't what they said they want wasn't actually what they wanted. So a lot of people don't know what they want. There's a lot of people in real life. What a concept. In real life, there are a lot of people who got all these rules and regulations of what they need for a relationship, and then they get it. Mm-hmm. But the key like, word is need. They know what they want. When they realize it's not really what they want, it's not really what they need. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You hear that. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't say that I will check it out because I'm not into that type of uh, show. But Sippers, if you are into that kind of uh, stuff, Definitely check it out. It sounds interesting. Uh, Remy, what's your ish? So I don't know how many people uh, here appreciate uh, the MCU, um, but I wrapped up WandaVision a little while ago. and that Don't was spoil it, because I haven't started yet. Episode three. I haven't started yet. I have nothing to say about it except okay. continue watching. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, so now I'm, I'm all the way in on The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Did I feel that like they're doing a great job with their shows on Disney+. Plus. But I can watch that without having to watch WandaVision. It's not the same, no, right? No, no, you got to watch but, more but, than WandaVision. But I'd say, I'd oh, say yeah? the more okay. you know about the MCU, the more, like, that you've seen of okay. it, the more you can appreciate mm-hmm. everything so, that happens in WandaVision and the Falcon because because a lot of it is like it's gonna build on stuff that you already know, especially about like what happened in, in okay. Infinity War and Endgame yeah. and all that stuff. Oh, but start watching today then. That's yeah. what happened to me. I had to like go back because I started watching WandaVision without watching any of the Marvel yeah. movies. Mm. So now I'm like, so, there's so much to appreciate. I to I've watched all the Marvel movies, but I haven't I watched WandaVision. I'm so. on the Avenger. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Avenger? Yeah, I'm, I'm way back. The yeah. Avenger. There's like four of them. So. I know. Well, the, I'm on the first one. The, only. First, the Avenger is Captain okay. America, the first I'm, Avenger. Yeah. That's where it is. So I'm she's going to have him right there. I'm back when it was, it was just one Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> the original. Yeah, I had to check it out. One mm-hmm. I heard great things about it, but it's I heard the first one. few yes. episodes are not very. It's very. It's a slow, slow. road. It's it feels slow because it's working up to something. TJ, what's your ish? 
Man, Simon Sinek, I always loved him. I like Simon Sinek. Yeah, I love listening to him. So I listen to a lot of YouTube, especially in the morning on personal development and stuff like that. And Simon Sinek, to me, he comes across the way that I like to come across. And he just brings it to you in a very natural way, but very intellectual way also. Word. So Simon Sinek, I'm still watching. Does he like still everybody. do a lot of YouTube videos? The last one yeah. I watched of him was him talking about how Apple sells his product, how to out, inside oh, no. out. He got some more. I love that one right there. But he yeah. still he still uses Apple a lot inside of, you know, talks about them a lot mm-hmm. inside of his discussions and stuff, man. Okay, but, no, I love some Simon Sinek. I'll check him out. So, oh, you skipped me. Dang. Oh, I know. Damn. I, know. <laughs> I, do, I was saving you for last. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry, I'm just joking. Um, I'm I'm on Dave Ramsey. I I know that people he's such an asshole. Listen, though. I don't know why. I'm kind of obsessed with his YouTube videos. I've <laughs> yeah. seen almost all of them. He has quite a few different channels, though. He has a lot going the live on. Live ones, the short ones. I mm. I you know I, I believe in a lot of what he teaches with the you know debt reduction, and he's mm. definitely saved my life on that. Um, yeah, but listening to their stories, like, I'm $400,000 in student loan debts, and mm. oh my God, these people are out of control, so I'm upset. Is there a certain show on that of his that you watch? Is it just, like, it's his YouTube channel? Yeah, if you go on YouTube, he does, like, a podcast, kind of like uh, this. okay, okay. On YouTube, um, Dave, um, Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey, okay. Go on YouTube. Yeah. I think I'm talking Dave about. Ramsey. I, I, I didn't know he was Yeah, and people call in and say, like, hey, what's your question? Yeah. Okay. Mm. And people are like, I'm, I'm $400,000 in student loan debts, and I'm only making 50000 with a stay-at-home wife. You right. know? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I have to check it out. I love listening to it. I thought you were talking about Gordon Ramsey at no, first. No, no, I was no, like, no, he an asshole. I thought, too. I was, I was like, like, Gordon Ramsey, he an asshole. You never heard the baby steps? The chef dude to be cussing people out? He sounds familiar. I gotta check him out. Oh my god! I I yeah, I've heard things about him and the, too. The baby yeah. steps. Mm-hmm. I'll check it out. Okay. Life. Um, so my ish is slow and low. Now I know this sounds like a sex tip. <laughs> it does, but I promise you, it's not. <laughs> Unless you drink the whole bottle, and then it might turn into some slow <laughs> and low. <laughs> but, but no. So my ish is weak. Is uh, it's a whiskey. It's called Slow and Low. Oh. All right. Uh, I got to shout out um, Ebony Fire, my um, friend on Facebook. She actually, uh, from the Pretty Good Girls podcast, I was producing that show for them. And then they were recording here in Noetic, Noetic Sound Studio. And they came in and she was like, Jay, I got this bottle. We're going to drink it. You're going to like it. You should sip it. And I started sipping it. And ever since then, I was like, man, this is my shit. So it is slow and low, served straight, and as proper at, as a proper old fashioned. So it's a rock and rye, um, straight rye whiskey, raw honey. Some 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 orange flavor, some rock candy, and some bitters. Eighty four proof. Remy hit me up the other day. He was like, "Jay, what are you doing? I'm bored as fuck." I was like, "I'm sitting here sleeping some sipping some slow and low." He was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was some. like, "I'm waiting." Like, where's yeah, up? try some, try some. Um, Remy, you gotta get up and get a cup over there. But that's my that's my ish. It's called slow and low. I don't want to. I want I want y'all to sip it before we head off, and then we will. While Rabim's getting the cup, TJ, how can people find you? Uh, <laughs> as usual, I'll be hiding in the cave. Let me stop. Um, no, you can hit me up at a Bayo Coaching, A B E Y O Coaching, and that's on um, IG. But also a Bayo, A B E Y O. I'm also on um, Facebook. But you also can add me as Tyrone TJ T J A E Jones on Facebook. Rebecca. You sipped it. How, how did that it taste? That tastes really good. It tastes it good, tastes right? Smooth. Smooth. It's yeah. called slow one. Whiskey? Um, no. L, if, wine, if you like wine. the slow, if you like the ten, the Tennessee uh, honey whiskey that I put you on to, 
You know I do. You were like this. Go go to Total Wine and slow and low. Yeah. It's the grown up adult. You don't have to mix it with anything. You put it on the rocks with some ice and you just sip it. Yeah. My chest, my heart feels like really warm. Like, wow. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's what's dope about whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Rebecca, how can people find you? What's your socials? So you can find me on Instagram at Rebecca Your Realtor underscore or my business page Rebecca James Realtor or on YouTube R and R Twins. For sure, Mulatto Perspective. How can people find you? Uh, Mulatto at Mulatto Perspective on Instagram, um, and that's it. Hell, what you got left? All right, guys. Do you guys have a final tip, a final word you want to leave the people with? I do not have anything. I am good to go. I want to say one thing. L, it's been a pleasure. It's been a while, but it's been a pleasure. I haven't heard your voice in so long. The last time I seen you was up in St. Pete when we did lunch together. I think the last time I seen you, but um, stay in Orlando. I have a little money for you, okay? But um, (laughs) it's been a pleasure (laughs) with you and Jay. I want to say thank you so much for inviting me. It was such thanks a for great joining. Time I've been trying to get you, you on for a while, so and I'm glad you joined. I'm glad to see you again after you know. After you try to murder me, after you try to murder me, I don't appreciate you trying to get killed, but it's okay. I, I, mean, I survive. You want to try again next next weekend? No, nah, I'm, oh, okay. I'm good. I'd actually be willing to try it. <laughs> no, I, for real, for real, it was it was a, it was a good experience. I I enjoyed it. I just wasn't. Prepared. <laughs> so wait, is that just what you do every weekend? You know, I just came from vacation. We went hiking, and it was crazy. So right. you thought that was crazy? You should have seen the hiking trails we went on. L, when are we gonna see you again, baby? A couple weeks. What's the next recording? You, yes, you'll see me in a couple of weeks. I will be out there. Hey, real talk though. Congratulations on the engagement. Yes, I, did yes, not, I did not know that. Yes. So, oh my god, that's exciting. Yes, thank you guys so much. I'm super happy. So happy All right. times. All right. All right, with that, I'm going to go ahead and call this tip session done. See y'all. Blessings.